This is W. Devoncraft Esquire, and you are listening to the uh, BS Podcast Network. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. And may the Force be with you. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of... The Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! Magic Our Way! The Magic Our Way podcast! They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Hour podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRWay.com is where you can find us for this episode. We are discussing the second half of The Mandalorian Season 2. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where you focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. As always, so join in our discussion. We have a resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Doing good, and may all of y'all past Christmas wishes have come true. Oh, How thanks, you guys doing, man? man? How you yeah, doing? I feel warm with that wish. Now. Yeah, man. Going into New Year, man, just... Bring it some new spots. Happy Kwanzaa, everyone. Happy Thank Kwanzaa. you. Happy Kwanzaa. We're recording this on Kwanzaa, which is a Saturday right after Christmas. Beautiful. Beautiful. So peace, love, prosperity, and all that. And also joining us on this Kwanzaa is our resident travel agent for Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. How you doing, Lee? Son of a mud scuffer. <laughs> Did you, are you okay? <laughs> He's been waiting yeah. to get that out. <laughs> Did you yeah. scuff your shoes? <laughs> shouldn't hold it in. You just need to let it out. Oh, man, I am so Christmas movied out at this point. I'll just say that. Like, I've watched so many Christmas movies the last two days that it's going to be good to discuss something that's not uh, red and green and got dingling berries. Well, it's green. It may, <laughs> it may have dingling berries. Coming from a guy with dingle berries, you should just say it. I know. Clean that up. Yeah. I got to do that little shimmy to get it out. Yeah, buddy. Like I look like a hula girl in the toilet. Why? <laughs> wow, well, that's better than spitting fire and spitting that, right? Yeah, so. I don't want to spit fire out of there. There you go. That means I ate something wrong. Or did something right. Uh, or, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't know what that would be, but <laughs> BD, the never spit fire before. But all right, go ahead, sir. Yeah, well, look, everybody want to take a second and wish every one of you a happy new year. We don't know uh, what 2021 will be bringing us, but... We do know one thing. 2021 will be our journey to show 400. Yeah. How about that, guys? Oh, man. Finally. Nice. And as we mentioned a few shows ago, please let us know how y'all, the listeners, would like to celebrate. I do know a lot of you guys have been with us for a very long time, so we want y'all to be part of the fun as well. And by my projections, I believe that we may even hit our our 400th show by our birthday month in November 2021. How about that? If my calculations are correct. Do you ever think we would get this far as far as episode numbers? It's wild, huh? It's wild. It's pretty Very crazy. Wild. I thought we would get this far. I mean, I never and quickly. I never really doubted our ability to just yammer on about nothing. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty good at that. Good I at disagree yammer. with you, sir. We yammer on about stuff. Something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let the listeners decide. <laughs> and guys, speaking of listeners, look, I want to give a quick shout out to Nick F. A long time a weekend who may have been working on Christmas Day delivering stuff. Uh, he's uh, posting the group a lot. He's a postal worker. Okay. And he's written in before where he's li- he always listens to us while he's doing his shift. So he has this 
he might have been listening to our shows during Christmas Day while I was delivering, you know, instead of being able to be with his family at that point. So, oh. I mean, I appreciate the work he's doing, and hopefully he had a chance to kind of uh, spend some Christmas time with his family after he was done. I hope well, he has some easy routes. Yeah. yeah. Well, what a great job. I mean, who's not happy to see the postman during Christmas? A dog. <laughs> the dog. Oh, no. <laughs> My dog loves the postman. She just sits there. My dog sits there every single day <laughs> waiting. That's awesome. Waiting for the post. And if the post office side doesn't come, you can tell she's, she's kind of bummed. Yeah, she's looking forward to that opportunity to just scream at somebody. Because if she barked at one of us, well, she's punished. Oh. But she can bark her head off at the postman. <laughs> oh. So would, would Nick be happy coming to deliver to your house or not? Well, I think um, I, I think so. I think he feels safe enough. I okay, mean, I'm sure he flicks off the dog from yeah. behind the window. <laughs> I'm sure they're well prepared. Yeah. And Lee, how does Patches do with postal people? Um, yeah, he's okay. I mean, he's a friendly dog. He barks a lot, but it's all you know, like friendly bark. He's not aggressive. He's just like, hey, come over here, talk to me. Come on, pet me, do something, give me a treat. You know. So he's he's a happy. He's loud, but he's happy. All right, so Nick, if you go delivering at least, you have to bring treats. Mm. Yeah. That's what you got to sure. do. That's great. So, well, thank you every, for everything that you do, Nick, and we thank you for being a loyal listener for so long. Absolutely. And we look forward yes. to keeping you entertained on your routes uh, for the next com- upcoming year, for sure. Thank you for your service. And look, guys, as I stated at the top of the show, we are discussing the second half of The Mandalorian Season 2, which consists of Chapters 13 through 16, and we'll give you a non-spoiler discussion and then quickly dive into a spoiler-filled discussion. Because at this point, hopefully a lot of you all have already seen it. It's going to be about two weeks since the last episode has aired. Um, so hopefully you've had a chance to catch up. But if not, we'll give you a little something and then you can hit pause, watch the rest of it, and come back and listen to the rest of the show, okay? So enough of my jibber-jabber, guys. Let's go discuss some Mandalorian magic. Oh, thanks of course! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here we are in the hub, the main topic segment of our show. And for this show, we are discussing the last four episodes of The Mandalorian Season 2, as well as our thoughts about Season 2 overall. As I mentioned in the intro, uh, please go back and check out shows number 347 and 349, where we share our thoughts on the first half of the season. So look, by this point, um, you've had a couple weeks to catch up on The Mandalorian. In case you haven't, we will start, as always, with our review shows with a quick non-spoiler discussion, but then quickly transition into a spoiler-filled discussion, and we will be sure to give you ample opportunity to hit pause before we jump right into it. The second half of the season, consisting of episodes 13 to 16, had the following episode titles, The Jedi, The Tragedy, The Believer, and The Rescue. Let's begin our non-spoiler portion of this show with our feelings about how this season wrapped up. Who would like to begin? Um, okay. Oh, <laughs> Not yeah. everybody at once. I know everybody's like probably figure somebody else is going to just jump right into it. So Jump into the pool. Yeah. I couldn't imagine them. They summed it up so well. I thought that's it. That's the series finale. I don't know how they could have done any better a job in the way that they closed out this, this season. Mm-hmm. Like, I am completely satiated. Yeah. Nice. I, like, maybe there's one lingering question that I might have, but I imagine that'll be addressed in that separate show and i I know they're gonna do a season three obviously but yeah i mean the storyline with baby i'd be fine like i always said like once you get rid of baby yoda that's the end of the show but i'm wondering now yeah yeah and that's something i remember for we were talking about the first half is like um uh, because yeah we thought that maybe baby yoda thing would would continue on but i even i remember saying that 
I wouldn't mind if they can't like not cancel, but like complete it and then go on to a different thing about the Mandalorian now mm-hmm. Mandalore planet Mandalore. And it sounds like that may be where we're headed, especially with the dark saber involved and Bo-Katan and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah. This is absolutely a great way. They wrapped up um, the baby Yoda arc as it were over these past two seasons. And I'm kind of ready to see where they, where the Mandalorian takes it. You know, where they go next season. Absolutely. What's the new arc that's going to be introduced that may take the other two seasons to co- accomplish? Yeah, I'm, at, I'm so far away from where I was after that second episode. Like, mm-hmm. I really was so down on this series, and it's just been a slow and steady climb up that's really led to a satisfactory conclusion. And I wonder, you know, what I, again, this is non-spoilery, I just, I wonder if this is a conclusion of that storyline, per se. Right. Yeah. I was going to add that I was really on the same line with Danny after the first two episodes. I thought, man, you know, this is definitely the sophomore slump mm-hmm. that we're seeing in action right now. Um, but after that, after the last, the two after that, and then these last four, I said, man, this was probably, I thought it was better than season one uh, overall. If you just take the big picture of season one, big picture of season two, mm-hmm. I like, I enjoyed season two a lot better. These last four shows, probably the first one, The Jedi, was the slowest to me. There was some cool stuff at the beginning, but overall of the four, maybe that one was the weakest, but I was still you know, entertained. I, I got some good information and had a good time watching it. But definitely the last, the 14, 15, and 16, were just bam, bam, bam. You know, It was great uh, storytelling. It was great arc. You were satisfied with the way it ended. You weren't disappointed. You also didn't feel like there was some kind of weird cliffhanger that you're going to... I mean, yeah, you're going to have to wait to see what happens on the next season, but it wasn't like, crap, man, now i got to wait a whole year to see what happens with this? No, it's like, this is kind of done, or at least to the point where we can start something new, hopefully. Well, you know, you always say over and over again that, or at least we have, that when you watch this show, it just feels like it caters to the fans of the extended series, shall mm-hmm. we say, who, who are knowledgeable and that you always have to run away and go research why was this cool, why was that cool. I had no such feeling in the last few episodes, really. So you felt like you didn't need to know that part to enjoy the last no, few episodes. That's awesome. Not at all. I'm glad and, to hear that. And then again, when you watch the last episode, I really do feel like you walk away and whether you're a casual fan or a hardcore fan, you walk away with that same warmth and glow and chokiness, uh, I, I guess you would say. Force chokiness? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It, you know, I'm a man. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't choking up because of the, what was happening on screen. It was the force choking. Get those midichlorians into you. Huh? Right. The M count so high, it's choking you. Yeah. I was pleased. Uh, I would have liked some Carl Weathers towards the end, but. Not saying that's a that's a doubter, but uh, you got yeah, got some Gina Carano and Sasha Banks. In I was though. It's day number one. Need one of them two. Need one. <laughs> need one of them two. And the last four. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and I know we'll get into it in depth. But um, I was I was pleased. There were some episodes where I was like, oh, this is kind of feeling. But I enjoyed them. I I, I enjoyed it, and they all kind of intertwined very well together. And I think I agree. It was a very nice way to end the overall arc. I was pleasantly surprised by the ending i was like i can't believe that is that what you're doing holy crap i love this show and uh <laughs> that is not something i thought i would hear you say no towards the, the towards the end um yeah i mean you know um but yeah it was it was very entertaining and and i actually went back as far as to listen to like we were talking about this earlier before mm-hmm. we set the recording because we had the predictions yes of what we thought 
this show would end and we weren't too far off okay actually yeah i mean we you know we 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 hit some parts but we didn't hit it like completely but enough to say hey as a star wars fan i would be pleased if this happened and to a degree it did i would like to see what happens further i agree about the baby yoda thing i mean shoot if there's spinoffs that come off of this thing where they're John Favreau's a genius, and maybe I might forgive him Fireman Three. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to that. Yeah, it always goes back to it that. It goes back to that. That'd yeah, be awesome. Sir. All right, guys, look. So that's enough of the non-spoiler stuff. Like, like I said, it's been, been about two weeks, if not more. If it, people have been posting about this stuff um, on social media forever, and if you haven't felt the pressure to go listen to it, make sure you go check out those episodes and come back to us. But and we, we are, are sorry that we kept y'all waiting from being able to post on our. <laughs> page about what was going on because we hadn't covered it yet uh i know i saw there was this, a discussion about that at one point in time which i thought was funny uh but we, we had made a commitment to those christmas episodes and we just we had to follow it through yeah and our families appreciate the time that they had with us and yes. stuff you know so that was good so we appreciate you understand but we are going to talk about it right here we are transitioning to the spoiler filled part of the show uh there are a bunch of spoilers coming up so if you hadn't seen it make sure you hit pause I'm giving you ample warning, so if you don't want to listen to it, again, make sure you hit pause, go watch that stuff, and then come back and listen to our thoughts so we can chat about it on social media. So, look, this is your last chance. We're getting there. And here we are, spoiler-filled section of the show. Guys, so look, the Jedi that Din Jaren encounters in the episode called The Jedi is Ahsoka Tano, who tells him she can't train Grogu, uh, which is Baby Yoda's name, and then tells Din to bring Grogu to a site of an old Jedi temple to have Grogu connect with other Jedi in the universe. Grogu gets captured by the moth, and Jedi that responds to Grogu's calls and saves him is none other than Luke Skywalker. How about that for breaking in the non-spoiler section? Man, you like oh. went through like oh, there was there was yeah, you hit some juicy points and yeah. uh, there was some parts in between. And look, can I just say really quick? Um, I just wanted to slap him across the face. Is this I, what happened? Bam! I'm totally fine with that. I was gonna get this right off the bat. First of right all, off the bat. I think it's terrible that you want to name your kid after a drink. I think that's awful. They get all sisters for naming their kid Alizé and all that stuff. I don't think you need to name Baby Yoda Great Goose. I think that's a terrible <laughs> name. I was wondering I, I, where I was like, what's a Grogu drink? I, I want a Grogu drink I'm like, now. Maybe I need to pay attention next time I go into Oga's Cantina. Yeah. But I don't remember a Grogu. Gr- a great Goose, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we should make yeah, a Grogu it's got drink. A, it's got a boiled egg in it. Oh. Yeah, that's all oh, bad. And Bull the tadpole. And Midori and uh, what other kind of green stuff do we oh, have? Oh, yeah, the, and the cookie. The, oh, the blue cookie yeah. and stuff. No, that was a weird name. Like, you know, that's his name. And it's like, all right, cool. Uh, Rogu. It doesn't have the same feel of Yoda. But I was like, all right, well, if that's his name, cool. Well, it's better than Yaddle. Yeah, Yodel, totally. Or that, was that her name? Yaddle, yeah, Yodel. I think it was Yaddle. Yaddle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's drab with that but um the you, would you rather he be yeezy yeah yeah roll up through your poo hoo hoo yeah grogeezy totally totally with he's that he's gonna be grogeezy now grogeezy <laughs> greasy goo yeah <laughs> he's gonna come back to the episode as a teen and we'll call him grogeezy pull it be like skirt gonna have a bunch of face tattoos and shit be like roll up do that force that all about that, yeah. Uh, Ruger went explored himself, and he's got like tats and piercings and modifications. And stuff. <laughs> he's still I'm a, a new bully. wave Jedi man. Oh, twelve-inch gauges in them big old ears. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shopping at Hot Topic. <laughs> oh yeah, what a weird little creature. Um, 
I, I would say this. I know we did the prediction part, mm-hmm. and uh, I know like one of yours, Kevin. Uh, well, at least when we talked about, it, I don't know what was in the cut, but I remember you saying that Sokotana would be in an episode, but it would be like five minutes of her towards the end, like this mm, introduction, yeah. whatever, and. Um, Man, that introduction that they had an actual episode, which started five minutes in the beginning, that was badass. Like I, I was like, I don't, I'm not. It's one of those characters I I know visually Mm -hmm. what she looks like, and I know we have fans of this character. Hell, well, the the voice just did the intro for the cartoon, exactly. Yeah, but wow, Rosario Dawson, how bringing it. Well, look, let's before we get into that episode, I I I did a little uh, summary introductions for each one of the episodes. Oh, you you bringing it all down, and that way we kind of organize the discussion. Okay, Uh, so. Uh, this will be like a quick refresher summary. So this is chapter 13, The Jedi. Okay. All right. And just to give you all a little uh, concept background and summary of the story. Uh, in this episode, as instructed by Bo-Katan, Maxwell Lord travels to Corvus to find a Sokatan who can help him with his quest to deliver Baby Yoda to Baby Yoda's uh, uh, kind. Uh, can I'm you sorry, translate I said, all that to English? <laughs> I, I, I will. And I, I apologize. I think I said Maxwell Lord. I, I, I meant to say Jin Jaren brought uh, Baby Yoda to Corvus. Yeah, I seem to be getting my Pedro Pascal. There's a lot of words and names that they have. Like, there is. There's a lot of planets. Like, I don't even remember the names of the planets at this point. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'd be like the they great planet, a, the tree right. planet. Well, you know, I watched Wonder Woman 84 and I uh, saw the Mandalorian and then Pedro Pascal's in the movie. And so I, I got his name mixed up. So I apologize for that. <laughs> Maxwell. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's a bad guy. He Maxwell is a bad boy. Yeah, he plays a bad guy. I, I know that name. Okay. So, so I got a little confused. I apologize for that. But anyway, so yeah, he brings Baby Yoda. Uh, to Corvus, as instructed by Bo-Katan in the previous episode, so that he can find a Jedi to help him with his quest, right? Right. Uh, in the episode, we fi- discover the actual name of Baby Yoda, which we said is Grogu, uh, which is disclosed by Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka and Din free the town of Kaladin with Ahsoka dispatching Elsbeth, the magistrate, in the China Pavilion at Epcot, and Din, Doc <laughs> Holiday Jaren, winning a shootout with Johnny Ringo, a.k.a. Lang. Mm-hmm. That was a cool backdrop with yeah. Sokotana had to fight with the with the I call it the Geisha lady like that's what I yeah it reminded me of Epcot <laughs> yeah no that was a cool backdrop fact, yes. I really did like you know like uh, we did that episode with the squid people and mm-hmm. Danny was like oh, I like that play like I like that chick's house like yeah. I I really liked that whole setup it was peaceful but yet vicious yeah it also fight. was like what no one else had in that entire city because she. <laughs> Yeah, That's like the pals. Well, look, just to kind of finish the summary up, uh, also in this episode, Ahsoka tells Din that she cannot continue Grogu's training because, as we know, and she has stated in other series, that she's no Jedi. Right. And she tells him to take Grogu to the planet Tython to visit an old Jedi temple, well, a.k.a. Jedi phone booth, and have Grogu connect with other Jedi universe. Jedi not phone to, booth. Not to take issue, but I thought she said that she didn't want to train him because he had emotional issues well, and she's seen this before yes it's part of it but it's also she is not a jedi okay she's i don't never, remember her yeah. saying that in this well episode. it's not in this episode but i guess that's part of the extended thing that uh, that would kind of add credence to the story it's funny because when you when you mentioned that only she and obi-wan would be the only two people that would know what that is like i guess yoda too right uh where they somebody has a fear in their hearts and stuff it would mm-hmm. affect them and how they would manip- be affected by the force and what powers they would go to whether it's the light side or dark side mm-hmm. she is a, one of the only few jedis or i guess she's not really a jedi uh force sensitive people that would understand what that could do to somebody fair enough i just yeah. I'm, I'm just saying i got the impression that if he had not shown that fear she would have totally trained him according to her according, according, to, her. Well, according, according to, to her, her yeah yes. according to the show like if you didn't right. know that she wasn't a jedi which most people if they don't know all the backstory don't then they would just go by what she said and what she said was 
that he had fear in his heart and that could lead to, you know. To be fair, the name of the episode is even called The Jedi. Right. That's (laughs) a good point. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, could this just be where they're diverging? I mean, we can get into it and I'll let you finish here. I just wanted to be clear. Just wait a minute. I, I didn't get that impression. Yeah, well, I got the impression only because I knew it from other series that she right. was in. Yeah, she see. never completed her training. So I guess that's just, I mean, to your to y'all's point, yeah, you're absolutely right. Neither did okay. Luke, though. Luke never completed his training. Yeah. L- well, yeah, it's true. But right. I got but the impression, the see, I got the impression that because Grogu or Grey Goose would only listen to Bando and not her, that she was like, yeah, not only is he having these emotional issues and he's a lovely creature, but... I couldn't train him anyway. He, you know, he wouldn't do the stone thing with me, but he'll take the silver ball from you. Like he's all yours. Like a bad kid that only listens to his bad parent. Mm. I don't want no piece of that. That's the impression that I. But got. It, it is interesting mm. that he bring up Luke because it's like you're right. He didn't finish his training also, but he wouldn't have known, I guess, of the true effects of what the of what some what those kind of fears would have on a force sensitive being. Yeah, but didn't Yoda continually try to warn him of that? Of Luke, that yeah, yes. he did, yeah, yeah, okay, but I, don't, I mean, he didn't listen. <laughs> no, no, of course not. <laughs> young people never listen. And, and I guess if you're the last Jedi standing, and you know, we, well, she was badass. But, but she is bad, she's, she's badass. She's yeah. badass. I'm just saying, there's a legit bone of contention as to whether or not she is or is not a Jedi. Because if you were to watch this and not be yeah uh, aware of the other stuff, not yeah. that's yeah. fair. There is no reason that you have to question that she is not a Jedi. Right, that's true because she did Jedi stuff. She did Jedi stuff. The name of the episode is called the Jedi. That's true. She did seem interested in training him. No, and that's that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He, he too hard. I don't want to deal with. I'm that. going with the fact that she knows she's not a Jedi and is, you know she doesn't want to go into that. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. And, and then that could ultimately be where we're going. But uh, I'm but it's just, funny yeah. you didn't explain it. Uh, I figured she would have dropped that line in that episode. Would you want to see her that character again? Or be like Rosario Dawson as his character again in future episodes, or is it like yeah, she doesn't really? I fit, would. I don't uh, think that we got enough of her. There was, I mean, she dominated this episode, but that's it. You didn't see her again the next three uh, shows. So I'd like to see more of that. I wouldn't mind. I, I do like how they started with it. To go back to Eli's point and and talking about Lee with domination. Uh, how right off the bat you see her it's it's her yeah <laughs> it's oh, yeah, that, was, that was a there's great no scene. doubt there's no you know, there's no doubt that ahsoka's in this episode plain and simple from the get-go yes so i thought that was really excellent the way they began that one yeah very badass with the murky fog and the lightsaber disappeared reappeared messing up soldiers like i was like okay yep. well no but uh, she is getting her own spin-off series so she maybe the, yeah. she was just short-lived for the mandalorian maybe maybe you will get a guest spot here or there Maybe to help promote the new series, but I mean, yeah, I get the impression that if you want to see Ahsoka, <laughs> you gotta you gotta wait till the new show comes, right? Yeah, and then mm. we'll deep dive into who she really is. Yeah. New show Ahsoka, I hear you. That's your, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. <laughs> new show called Ahsoka and Seven. <laughs> Was this t- like the Rangers of the New Republic? That's what it's titled. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And Johnny Ringo, that was refreshing. I almost didn't recognize him, but yeah, uh, it took a little bit to see his face. And- when he said the line, like before Man- Mando went out uh, to find Ahsoka, and when he said the line, like something like. Uh, you're gonna, you know, he asked what that baby Yoda was for, and he's like, "Oh, I'll bring her around for luck." And he's like, "You're gonna need that where you're going." Yeah, yeah. You're I'm need like, that. "Holy, shit, who's that?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it's Johnny Ringo. So this was really, yeah, that this is the episode that really kind of got me invested back into the series. I didn't get the feeling like, like you got E. Like I didn't want to like explore that planet. That planet seemed to be like. Three planets in one. I just like the chick's house, like that general. It was just a bunch of matchsticks that got burnt up. It was not a planet. It was, at least not that area was. It was not much a sea, but just a bunch of burnt old 
trees. Yeah, it was like a no, burnt no, up Dagobah outside, and then inside it was like something out of Mad Max. But then when you went to our house, it was like something out of a Japanese. There was like a Japanese water garden. It was like was walking like, through reflections of Earth. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. I, I'm just to clarify. I'm, I just want. I liked her. You just want to go to our house. Yeah, I <laughs> okay. liked. I liked her. Her headquarters. Okay. But yeah, there wasn't much of the wrestling place. But I was like, yeah, I would totally live up in that. That was done very well. I was totally into that scene. Did you like yeah. her? The old lady. I did not. As a character, or like you yeah, know, as far as in general, yeah, the character uh, Elsbeth, whatever I forget her other I, name. I gotta admit, like they call her the magistrate. The magistrate, yeah. yeah. She she was kind of stoic, kind of. I wasn't like, oh, I, I'm not into this because of her, but it was like she just played a part. the The fight was awesome. I mean, what a tale for that, you know, that metal. That oh, Beskar, yeah. Yeah, Beskar. Like, God, okay, I get it. It can take laser fire, but now I can just block lightsabers, too? Like, yeah. nothing? Like, good Lord. Yeah, you know, it's funny about, you mentioned that. Uh, this is, the I think, the first episode in which we actually find out what lightsabers on Beskar sounds like. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was just a weird visual though, because like, and then I think that made the battle even that much more intense for me to watch, because like they kept blocking each other, like, and then like you just see that light between them when yeah. neither one would give and in, that, and that wild sound, like, yeah, it's almost uh, like dry ice on something. I forget what you, the, you know, when you press metal on the dry ice, it was a crazy, yeah. It, yeah, it was it was just a crazy little fight. But the the chick herself, the magistrate, yeah, I didn't really, you know, she was just kind of like a. Julius Caesar, you know what I mean? Like, kill them, get them, don't let them kill me later. Like, not much to her. Yeah, she's very dull. She's very one dimensional. When she was being evil, it was kind of cartoonish. Yeah, and her expressions right. yeah. and whatnot. So I really didn't buy her. Didn't seem to really fit. Like, like I said, the whole Japanese water garden thing just really didn't seem to fit. <laughs> In that town, like especially with dudes oh being tortured on the outside, right? No way that was shot in the same place. Same with the wall. The wall seemed out of place. I mean, the whole thing just kind of seemed weird. Yeah. Um. But all in all, I I, I thought the episode itself just delivered on everything. Yes. That, I, I didn't feel like you know, the whole thing about saving the town and 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 finding out about uh, they, they teased Thrawn. Yeah, which is Thrawn, another yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the universe thing. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm guessing that's where the Ahsoka spinoff or is it Ahsoka? Ahsoka. 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 Ahsoka I'm, I'm guessing that's Ahsoka. Where the, it in. There you go. Yes. I'm guessing that's where the spinoff is going to be going. Is that you'll get that? But um, yeah, a lot of people are expecting like you know with that mention is like tying into the end of Star Wars Rebels. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. when one of those characters goes off with Thrawn, you know, to so kind of dispatch him, and then other two characters go and look for them. And so that's where a lot of people are thinking those paths will cross, and that's what we'll get into that new thing. But we don't know. We'll, we'll I guess we'll see when that episode co- or that sure. series comes out, and we'll figure out what's going on with that. But, but yeah. overall, this was a solid episode. I was I was yeah. good with it. Yeah, I was it totally was good with yeah, it. I even like the the shootout at high noon with uh you know Johnny Ringo. Yeah, and then, yeah. I was ready for somebody to say say when. Here <laughs> <laughs> Lugger smells like somebody died. Yeah, like the duel between like when I saw got. Ahsoka with two lightsabers and your girl with the metal spear. <laughs> I'm like, I know how this is good. Like, even if I don't know that the good guy is going to beat the bad guy, there ain't no way that metal spear <laughs> is doing anything to her. Yeah. Like, the, the only thing, oh, wow, it can block a lightsaber shot. Yeah, great. But she still got two of them. You got to overpower her. Yes. Right. You're not that good. And she's force sensitive. Right. <laughs> and I thought that I, I, I would have rather the whole Michael Bean, Johnny Ringo thing when he's like, Today's not the day for that. You know, this is not the situation to die for. I'm going to walk away. And then all of a sudden, he just tries to shoot him anyway. It's like, he's wearing armor, too. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. What the hell were you thinking? I mean, you just made it clear. Like, looks like my guy lost. Today's not the day to do all this. And I'm going to take a cheap shot real quick. And he has no helmet, poor Johnny. Right. It <laughs> didn't yeah, I didn't sense. quite understand that. Yeah. yeah. So, for the fact that, you know, most of the great stuff that happened in this episode really had nothing to do with that little town and mm-hmm. all the interaction there. I mean, it's still a great episode. Just all that stuff didn't really involve me too much. It was just it was just a means of seeing Ahsoka flash her talents. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Ah, I'm sorry. I keep saying it wrong. All right, guys. Let's move on to Chapter 14, The Tragedy, and just a quick little summary. Long story short, Grogu goes into the Jedi phone booth and is surrounded by a protective field. In the meantime, Din comes across Boba Fett and Fennec Shan. We learn that Fennec is in debt to Boba for saving her life. Boba and Din struck a deal for Din to return to Boba's return Boba's armor in exchange for Grogu's safety. The Moth destroys the Razor Crest, aka Fallopian Crest, and then sends <laughs> the Dark Troopers to get Grogu. And it just so happens that Grogu finishes his call in time for the Dark Troopers to come get him. And to honor the deal, Boba and Fennec uh, travel in Slave 1 and ensure the safety of Grogu because they made that deal to return the army and to exchange for Grogu's safety, which they have not uh, accomplished yet. So that's the essence of this episode. Where should we start? I like phone booth. That's funny because that was, I guess, a real long distance phone call. And, you it was know, like a phone call to anybody. Yeah. Like po- a party line. Anybody that's listening, any Jedi, <laughs> help me out. Here I am, this little kid. I'm tied in. Grey Goose got a party. Who wants to help me? You can find me. Here are the coordinates. I thought it would have been now. Okay, so the only thing is, is that they made it sound like from the previous episode that when Grey Goose gets into the phone booth that he's going to make a choice as to right. whether or not he was going to go with Mando or if he was going to go with whoever called him out. So I thought at some point it was out, there was going to be like some weird voice or I that's what I thought. Use the force, Grogu. Or something. Yeah, like I thought it was going to be some weird thing with the telecommunication thing. Uh, I never got that impression. I, that's what, as far as he having to make the choice? I thought what she said was, yeah, you place him on the rock, he'll reach out to the Force. Maybe a Jedi will hear and come running. No, I thought it was he makes a choice what he wants to do once he's on the rock. Because as a man, I, I that's remember that wording happening yeah. for her, like whether your choice, whether she wants he wants to continue or not. But uh, training, yeah. but overall, I like the premise of it. How like they couldn't leave because you know he's in the phone booth as you put it, mm-hmm. and so all of this other transactions was happening. That poor Mando was just like. I want to get out of here. Like, I don't want to, like, you know, forget this quest. Like, I just want to get out. Like, all right, kid, come on, let's go. And he can't get him. And he can't get him, you know? Like, I was like, man, like, I I was feeling for him there. And then, like, more crap kept happening. It's almost like that one day you you don't want to pay your bill Mm -hmm. because you want to, like, put the money towards something else. And then, like, your car breaks down and all this other stuff. He's like, damn, I just want to go to sleep because Mando likes to sleep and I totally think he would have needed that on that day. in the past Absolutely. couple episodes. You're right. I didn't buy that. I, I, I didn't like the little, <laughs> I didn't like the little phone booth little time circuit thingy path whatever. That, that he couldn't happening. break through it because right, it was just gimmicky. Oh, I can't get to him. I can't get to him. I can't get to him. Oh, the dark trooper showed up. Ah, gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah they just showed over. up. It's just a gimmicky way to keep the fight going just yes. so you can showcase more and more action. More action. More action. More action. And then oh, now, when it's the worst possible moment, there it, it's going to just drop. I didn't, and I get it on the gimmicky part, but I didn't. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. Um, 
that was the thing that had to hold them all together because, like you said, you know, Boba came down and then, like, you know, Calvin came down and, you know. Well, it didn't piss me off, but it didn't impress me either. I, I, no. I, let me rephrase that then. I don't want to get the impression that, oh, I hated that episode because of that. Thing. No, 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 no. The episode was no, fine. I enjoyed the gimmick the, part of it is. The gimmicky part yeah. of it, yeah, it, it just didn't impress me. It was like, oh, okay, you're just doing this as a means to kind of keep the episode going. Yeah. So you keep slamming the action yeah. right ass boom 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 realize nothing's happening nothing's furthering the it's just eye candy up until the point where it doesn't need to for storyline purposes anymore right. I'm with you. you know and i, I, I agree with that because it's like at some point it aggravated me because it's like yes. okay i know what's going to happen exactly he's using all this force energy to connect with these people and won't you know it he finishes his phone call like i said in the summary <laughs> and he's all tired he he, <clears throat> he blanks out yeah. yeah and then what do you know the dark troopers come along and he's tired he's defenseless and they just whip his ass up into the the spaceship yeah and it's like well okay yeah <laughs> it wasn't much of a fight it, on the kidnapping part right. it's like, it kind of aggravated me that's like i knew i saw this coming a mile away especially when i knew he wasn't being able to go in and get him out of that trance uh, to kind of take him away whisk him away meanwhile they're playing the stormtroopers like punks oh dude man what's new about that dude no this went to a whole new level of punking out stormtroopers where you know it was one thing like okay they can't shoot okay their armor doesn't protect them for anything now we're just clubbing him with sticks. <laughs> Wasn't that rough though when he hit the one and it showed that like all his armor was like crushed in and he was all big? I was like, damn. Well, the rough one was a guy he just he looked at and he just straight up stabbed. Yeah, yeah, off, yeah you know he, he, it was like the camera view and then he just freaking went at it. I was like, holy. Yeah, crap. I was gangster. What you what you think of that? Boba Fett is like uh, he's kind of like Kane in Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. I, I, ooh, I thought he was. I mean, I'm glad. I thought he was going to try to kill Mando, but then once everything changed out, and I get why they had to do that, I mean, when you get into the future episodes, but uh, yeah, they had established that he was a badass, even without his whole setup, but yeah, I'm with you, it wasn't like he had basket armor, right, for a club, he just had like a cool like one of those, um, it was sand, people yeah, sand people thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it looked yeah. like he was going skiing, and it doesn't even stop that, that's how bad this armor is, <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know, man, I, that, I, I get it. Like, okay, at this point in time, stormtroopers are like, can't you just give them like a couple of droids to go with the good guys? So that way, when the stormtroopers blow them up, uh, you'd be like, okay, at least they can. They're some kind of a threat. Well, I guess that's but, why they made the dark troopers, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I guess it was just yeah. it, instead of investing in really good quality armor for your stormtroopers, why not just make a cyborg, right? Whatever the hell those dark trooper things are. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, no. Like, hell, I mean, Boba Fett knocked out, like, they took out an entire battalion with three people mm-hmm. of stormtroopers. They retreat in cowardly fashion, of course. And then he rocket ships uh, and blasts two spaceships full of stormtroopers out of the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> then at funny. the end, just for comedic purposes, you see Baby Yoda slamming around a couple of stormtroopers. They were like, I was aiming for the other one. Yeah, that was a weird <laughs> scene with the little rocket. Like, oh, I was crying out, Chewie was in there. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not only that, I mean, the the armor, it looked like it was made out of plastic. I mean, that stuff was just shattering left and right. I'm like, like they were made out of Lego sets or something. <laughs> it was terrible. So, yeah, man, like, I don't get that. And this is weird to me, too. I feel like I meant to say this on the last time we did, but it seems like these series are way more violent. The deaths are more violent than the, the movies. You know, like people getting like actual headshots and stabbed and 
uh, on the on one of the one of the first four shows, uh, somebody had the you know a knife that came out of their glove and stuff. I was like, well, that's it's kind of a uh, um, kind I mean, of deep man. You got to work within the budget. Well, you know, yeah. no, you look at Return of Jedi. People got eaten. Uh, yeah. People got hands chopped off. People got left to digest in monsters' bellies for a thousand years. And somehow still survived it. I was gonna say getting choked is not a pleasant thing. Uh, you yeah. know, yeah, I mean, uh, could be. <laughs> you got a safe word. But yeah, but these characters, I, I hear what you're saying though. Like, uh, especially like I, I saw the violence on a new level on the next mm-hmm. episode, and I liked it. But uh, yeah, overall here, I mean, it's like you know, there's just like the robots just doing their thing, getting beat up with a ski pole. I mean, that's just what's <laughs> that's just what's happening. But the phone booth thing that was a little weird. Like we were saying earlier, that's just like a crazy plot point. It was like it was almost like pretty much like Grey Goose was held hostage. There was mm-hmm. no place yeah. for him to go. But I mean, after you tried it two times, you could kind of figure out it wasn't going to work. You know? Why you just blow up the rock? Like that's where everything was coming from. Was yeah, that's true. That's where the phone rock. numbers were on, right? That's right. That was the phone number for <laughs> whoever Jedi wanted to reach. <laughs> it was out. like it was written in some foreign language, like you know, for a good time, call Yoda. Exactly. One eight hundred, help me, please. It's like rotational <laughs> dial. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, like call waiting on that. Uh, like you know, nobody was using it. Cause he couldn't uh, get in. He was called blocked. Poor man, though. They blew up his ship. That's my only thing. Yeah. Like, damn. That, man, I mean, not just this. Not just like messed it up. I mean, like it's gone. Nothing. Like, there's no coming back from that. Like, you couldn't even melt it down and make a new ship. He recovered the ball and the best card. Yes. Uh, 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 the, what's the it spear. called? The spear. The spear. Yeah. yeah. The spear, yeah. That's it. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing killing that thing. I felt invested in that ship after all the goddamn episodes yeah. I saw of them trying to yes. repair it. Yes. yes. <laughs> I totally thought there was going to be a lie. He was like, I just fixed that. <laughs> I, I really thought that was coming when it blew up. I'm like, now I'm with you. I wanted a man called Mari to pop up and just shake his head. <laughs> like, man, like, we man. put good nets on that thing. <laughs> you should have did the big Lebowski at the, uh, you know, at the end when they were like, oh, they finally killed my car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Like, damn. Like, and he didn't even say nothing about the ship. After they're like, like if anything, like I get it, they took Great Goose and that's bad. But he should be like, they blew up my ride. Like I'm going after him. Like, yeah, you know, he didn't even mention I'm gonna that. take their ride. Yeah, and me and the kid are going to cruise the galaxy gonna, looking I'm, for chicks. That was the first time I really went like, ooh, yeah, right. Like, well, how's he going to do? And like, oh, okay, so now they're all going to ride on Boba's ship. Okay, okay yeah, one, yeah, baby. Yeah, one. All right, mm-hmm. that takes you back. Did that take you back a little bit? Those oh, the, the same yeah. one. Yeah, that oh, was sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, when I saw the ship land, I'm like, oh, okay, so they are bringing back Boba. Well, you kind of knew it because of the way they teased it. Uh, with the when they, you can always tell where they're going by what they want to flash back your attention to before the episode starts. Uh, but did y'all? I, I didn't get the feels seeing this guy, Tamir Morrison. Th- Tamir Morrison. Yeah. I did not get the feels seeing him play Boba well, Fett. He was cool. He was good at it. I enjoyed yeah. the dimension. I mean, because Grant Boba Fett was a one-dimensional villain. If you will, a character. I don't know. He was silent mostly, though. That's the most you ever really hear talk. But you say pre armor or after he wears the armor? Pre armor -armor while wearing the armor, any of that. Because he. Like it's like oh my god he's ret- he never really played Boba Fett this is his first right. row yeah. at being Boba Fett and when I watched this it was right as we got the news that the original Boba Fett had died yeah, yeah. isn't that crazy yeah, yeah. so yeah. it was kind of like bittersweet it's like Ooh. as if he was stepping aside to let Timur Morrison take over the role <laughs> I know it's so he poetic is, the armor is yours here's yes. the best concert 
let me ask you this then, because his face, the actual actor's face, you would recognize from the prequels, right? Sure. Yeah, it was Django. So yeah. maybe that's why to us it's like not a big deal because we don't care about the prequels. No, you it's know, not. Like, no. That's, no. To me, it is like like to me when I see that face, I'm like, oh, that's the guy from the prequels. I don't really care about those movies anyway. No. But then when you when he has the whole body armor and everything on, then you're like, all right, that's Boba Fett. Except it was more like Boba Fett because he didn't quite fit into that armor the way he used to. You know what I mean? Like, it looked like if I, if I was trying to put it on myself. <laughs> like, yeah, no, nah, just loosen the straps a little bit. That'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Pull my belt buckle down. You know those all-you-can-eat buffets on Tatooine. <laughs> Where's your crotch armor? Oh, I'll put that in later. Is, you know, I'll put it on with a couch. Yeah. I'll just wear the vest and the helmet. I can fit in that. That's all you need. I mean, it just got me sitting there wondering. Okay, so why in the world then did he never take the armor from Timothy Oliphant? Surely that would have been easier than tracking Mando throughout the galaxy. He lived on Tatooine. <laughs> Yeah, the armor was on Tatooine. <laughs> I mean, he probably could have taken... Timothy Oliphant did not come across as much of a badass in that episode. I think he could have taken him. I don't know. You just never see Justified. Or at least, like, with. make the deal with him and say, look, I'll help you take out that worm. Give me that. I don't know, but... Uh, that, is, that is kind of strange. You're right. It is. It, it, it did kind of, like, puzzle me a little bit. But, like, I really did feel like he added a great dimension to the Boba Fett character. I enjoy this version of Boba Fett more, I, I would say, because I, I get to know him a little bit better. But I can't sit here and say, like, I feel like I'm watching the guy that I watched in Empire right. or in Return of the Jedi. Jeremy that's, Bullock, yeah. that's fair, but now he's got, oh, what's the Calvary's name in this one? I don't I care. Oh, Fennec Rand. Fennec Rand, okay, yeah. yeah. Shand, like, right. that's a nice for lack of a better word, side piece to have yeah, like, would, right there by you. Like, it is a nice like side a, piece. With yeah. the bionic abs. Yeah, that yeah. was freaky. I was getting to that. Yeah, like, uh, I was like, because wait, because that means he found her he did. in that episode, right? Yeah, he saw yeah, that that was, yeah. yeah, that's right. So she's like, yeah, he found me and she pulls back and there's all these pistons and shit. Like, damn, you just killed all your sexiness. But that's all good. Then she's badass. I know so. you, you'd overlook it. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I'd be like, here's some WD-40, girl. How we make that work? Um, oil, oil. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz is <laughs> they pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Hold, hold on, hold on. Let me see them pistons. Let me see <laughs> that. That's, that's good piston. Yeah. That's good how, piston. How's it feel when I do this? Stay <laughs> <laughs> here. What's going on right there? Baby. <laughs> Let me tweet that cable real quick. <laughs> Baby, you got a short circuit because you hot wired. <laughs> Let me give you my static electricity. But uh, no, I think that's a good sidekick to have for him. Mm-hmm. So that kind of adds, I think, a new dimension to his like badassness. Like you know, like cool, you got this sharpshooter. Like it's it's kind of like. Well, it looks like she'll be there, right? In the book yeah, of fat. yeah, uh, yeah. I know we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right. So now let's move on to chapter fifteen called "The Believer." And to rescue Grogu, Din needs to find out where the moth is. Uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, right? there's the moth right <laughs> there. Moth, right there. Right, 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 right in the throat. Yeah, right in the throat. Yes. <laughs> moth throat. As we saw at the end of the last episode, Din needs to free Mayfeld, who is ex-Imperial, so that he can get access to an internal terminal in a forgotten Empire base in order to get the moth's coordinates. Cara Dune, now a marshal for the New Republic, uses her credentials to transfer Mayfield from the prison's care to her care. To get into the base, Mayfield and Din take control of a truck transporting Rhydonium back to the base. The truck convoy is attacked by pirates, and it is Din and Mayfield's truck are the only truck to make it back to the base safely, as we find out. 
Now that they're inside the base, Din accesses the terminal by removing his helmet. Then Mayfield and Din blast their way out, resulting in the complete destruction of the base. Dune frees Mayfeld by conjuring up a story of him being blown up in the base, and the adventure continues. <laughs> That's basically what happened. Okay. Now, this episode was a... Uh was cool, but it was it was a weird filler episode. But they tried to make sure it made sense. The only question I really had, I only had two questions. Okay, uh, one was the pirates. What do you know? What type of alien that is? Are they just like random? Who gives a crap kind of people? Well, I'm sure their mama cares about them. Not no more. <laughs> their mama's probably on one of them skiffs with them. Right? I, you know, uh, it's a it's a fair question because I wondered the same thing. Because I'm like, aren't they the good guys? Well, yeah, tech, yes, that's what, because I thought they were one of the people that were, would have been uh, with Jabba. Yeah, I know you're talking about like, the people, like, yeah. the people I, that had that the wasn't them. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I know you're talking about, I, I could be wrong, but I don't believe that that was No, I'm talking about the Cassie Walden ship? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I don't think, uh, that I don't think it was there. Yeah, I, I had it no idea Because I thought it at first, and I looked okay. at it, and I just, I maybe I saw the wrong one, or I saw a different Looked to one, but it didn't look to me because it was aliens. blue like them, and they kind of had that same type of outfit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but no, I mean, that was cool. again not something that was like, oh no, uh, I, I can't watch this because I don't know who the aliens are. Right, but right. that was one thing. The only other thing was okay, and you can explain to me how this works. So, when they get into the base, and so then like Mando has to take his helmet off. So, why does the machine say, here's all the information you need? Like that was all I get if why they had to rescue Bill Burr mm-hmm. so he could do it, but then he doesn't do but then it. When he couldn't. Right. So then Mando has to come in and he has to do it, but he has to take his face off. So he's never he's never been a stormtrooper. He's right, he's never worked for the Empire. Well yes. the only thing I can think exactly. of is if it's if Am I making sense or am yeah, I? Yeah, no, 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 it, it makes sense. Total sense. It's, it's it's like, did, it, did it need to be a specific face to open it up, or did it just need to be a human face to be like, Oh, okay, you're a person, you're not a robot, we'll let you in. Well, if that's the case, that's terrible facial recognition software no, I defense. Think maybe it is it's like a security thing, like in order to do it. They have to take a scan of your face so they know exactly who accessed. So if something happens, they'll know who to go look for. But he's not okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you get clearance. I'm saying they record so they know who, who did, did it. it. Yeah. Right. One of the things that I remember in the episode, they say if you're not on a list of people known to the Empire, okay, you should be okay. So that's why Kara couldn't do it because they know her as a, a rebel dropper. Right. With Alderaan. Uh, Fennec couldn't do it because she's in with the Imperial. Same thing with Boba. They know who yeah. he is. Uh, so that's the thing I got. It's weird. So since he's not on a watch list, then it's okay. I mean, I get you. Exactly. I, I get the logic Danny explained. Yeah. But I guess that was the one thing because it's like, imagine this. It's like if you were to Google where your ex lives because you want to blow up their house. Mm-hmm. So you would want as much, you know what I'm saying, security as possible. No. For sure, it would be like yeah, it would right? be like if you had a home security system and it let in everybody except people who were known felons, right? So, <laughs> so like, but first time felons completely to- fine. can totally get yeah. in. Yeah, yeah okay. it, it's kind of weird. Yeah, now, that's why man, it's kind of weird too, especially an IT person with security. It's like really yeah because that kind of defeats the purpose but okay fine i, I well, you know it's a galaxy far far away and a long time ago i just they didn't have that same smarts that we do they're not as intelligent yeah you know they don't know I the smart totally it. It. security and cyber security that we you do know, now apple don't talk to back because we would have done PC. that if the imperial computers don't know who you are we're not gonna just let you in i mean if that was the case why just photocopy a picture of somebody face and just stick it up to the little 
facial recognition thing. But okay, that's cool. Well, I, they didn't have Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. should have. Well, all right. Well, fine. I'll let that go. I just, no, but it, you're, it's, you're fa- that's fair. It is weird. I did not understand. It was not a understand. very weird security system. Yeah, okay. Cool. All right. I mean, the whole episode to me played like a video game level. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. The whole thing was weird. This, this is my least favorite episode of the series. This is my one that I felt like it had the, the whole series out the four that we. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I, this four. I'm okay. sorry. Let, let me, ref- you- let me very, be very careful no. to rephrase that. I'm sorry. Sorry, Out of I these just, four, no, I'm glad you helped make this. The second half, this was your least favorite. Okay, yeah. right, right, because okay, the other part of it is something Eli touched on also before. Yeah, the, the security thing messed with my mind, but the idea that they were killing these pirates who were trying to steal this, what they called it, Rhydonium, Rhydonium yeah. from the Empire because they didn't want the Empire to use it for for bad means, and you're watching Mando kill these guys, and some of them in comedic ways, they're rolling over them, and, stuff. <laughs> and it's like, well. Good Lord, these are the good guys, and I'm in a position to not root for them, and almost you want me to laugh at when moments when they die. Uh, well, well, the only thing I could get out of that is that they were all the transport, so the thing, if it blew up, they'd have died too. That's the only thing I got, but I'm Well, with that's you. exactly it. Yeah, yeah. They were acting in, in, in self- self-interest. <laughs> but yeah. it, was, it was almost like somebody's like, we can't go this long without that. We need to figure out how to get an action sequence in there somehow. And rather than showing them getting in the car and then they're in the base, we can do a Mad Max style truck chasing Fury scene. Road. Kind of, yes. <laughs> and this will be like a really great action scene. But really, they're slaughtering good guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. cool, though. It, it was cool. It, it for was what cool. It was. But it, yeah, it, there was a little bit. I would bit play that in a video game. Conflicted. What about that one video game? Do you remember one video game? What was it called? Moon Patrol. Moon Patrol. And they had the <laughs> they had the vehicles like those with like eight tires and, brrr, and you had to go this way and there was stuff coming at you and you had this, you had a cannon that shot up and you had a cannon that shot forward and you could jump over the rocks and stuff like that. So you know it was kind of like a throwback to the '80s video games or something. But uh, the only thing I would like just kind of get a little deep on, if you want to, is that. You know, Bill Burr has that scene where he's talking to Mando, and, and it's like basically like, look, man, yeah, I was with the Empire. You were here. This person, all the same. We're all just trying to make it day to day. So you can say the same thing for the pirates. Like, man, I don't want to kill them, but, you know, I got to survive. And, you know, they're trying to kill me right now. And I don't, you know, we're all people on this planet or whatever, but I don't want to get blown up. So I got to kill them. Right. Well, and th- then yeah. that's the idea that you have to take away from. Them. But again, as you're watching it, you're very well aware that they're slaughtering good guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're slaughtering yeah, and, and you're like, this should not... And then and again, if you're going to do that, there should be some recognition of that. There was none. Definitely. And like I said, there definitely was a, a means to play up their deaths as being somewhat comedic. Yeah, and because you never got to talk to any of them. There was no part where they got on the little, let's mm-hmm. call it for the lack of funny, the Moon Patrol truck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't yeah. get on the transport and say, hey, I need to get this because they've been blowing up. Like, you don't get anything from those pirates mm-hmm. other than just pirates. You don't have any identification with them at all. And then, like, yeah. were they when, the same as the villagers that they drove through? Because I felt sorry for the villagers and shit. Oh, the villagers I, were just regular looking people. Yeah, though. that's like, what I'm saying. That's true, yeah. I don't remember anything about them. They just walked through there. I was like, damn, like they just gonna go and take over this place and they yeah, giving us an evil eye though. He was like, You motherfucker driving through my city. <laughs> but did you but did y'all feel like any kind of rooting for the Empire once like all the TIE fighters showed up and like, you know, the stormtroopers came in and like gave them like the safe passes to shoot off the rest of the pirates. Well, they were cheering for them when they like the heroes welcome when they got when they were. Yeah, like was that I mean, I thought that was kind of like kind of surreal. It was. It was, a, it was yeah. a bit weird to see like, OK, look, 
uh, stormtroopers are invested in the cause as well. They're it was you yeah. at right. that point. Like, uh, like yeah. I said, the same thing, man. They're just like, hey, this is just the side we're on, and we won this time. Great job, guys. Yeah. You're yeah. a hero. You bought the uranium or whatever it's called. Yeah, yes. I thought it was trippy because it was like, oh, shoot. Well, yeah, this time they're going to get it. Then, like, the TIE fighter came in and, like, shot everybody up. And I was like, whoo, glad you got out of that. I was like, wait, I'm rooting for the bad guy. Damn, damn that's messed up. And then all the, and then this is the one time the stormtroopers can shoot perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. no missing. They got everybody. <laughs> they can shoot pirates. They shot everybody. Like, yeah, if you don't have armor on, you dead. <laughs> Like I don't, you know, that was amazing. But yeah, that that whole scene there was surreal. That's the prop I would give it. It was a nice twist. They did do a good job setting up the whole idea because Bill Burr kept pounding, and I thought he did a fabulous job. I was happy to see Mayfield come back. I, yeah, I, really yeah, I had no problem. Nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Why are you taking me here? It's proper courtesy to know. What's yeah. my job? That They're making funny. it sound like oh, okay, like I, I left the Empire because of a crisis of conscience, and what y'all were doing was wrong, and they forget. He just tried to sell up Mando for money. <laughs> yeah. Just a season before that. It's like, well, I mean, he didn't go all good right away. Like he wasn't redeemed the minute he left the Empire. Now maybe when he shot that uh that officer, that guy. officer and that, that officer guy, that that actor who played him, my God, the only thing I know him from was Halloween two, the Rob Zombie remake, as just this hillbilly guy who talked about Having sex with corpses. I, I mean, saw uh, him in something different that was still bad. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's, I mean, it's funny you say that because the whole time I saw him and he was talking, I was like, all I heard was ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding. Uh, this squeal, boy, squeal. <laughs> I didn't realize he was in the Halloween uh, movie. I, but he's creepy. He played in one of those crime, true story, whatever things, and he was a stalker. He mm-hmm. stalked. He portrayed a stalker that stalked some chick in Texas. Yeah. And I saw his face and was like, oh, yeah, you ain't no good. It really was. It was like, it was a different, and like, he sold it. I mean, he yeah. does a good job, whatever he talks of, just being slimy and you it's hate like, him immediately. Yeah. But it was like, I've never, like, generally Imperial officers talk with a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was about to ask that question, because I've seen this on, on, on social media. Like, does it bother y'all any, or anybody that there's, the Imperials don't have British accents? No, I think this guy actually sold it better to me because by him not being like you say British or Imperial, because those guys are a mix in this entire series. Those guys are usually stuck up, so they don't really. They just like, oh, do this, give Lord Vader what he wants, or I'm about to go and get choked. You know, like this guy at Mm -hmm. least gave you like a very weird, and that's what was surreal about the episode. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. It doesn't bother me because I mean, it it feels like we've already blown up two Death Stars full of Imperial (laughs) officers who are all British. (laughs) Maybe now you're recruiting in backwoods, Louisiana. (laughs) Get them Southern boys to do it. Darn Empire and get free dental. Yeah. (laughs) Get your balls back. Shoot him up. You get clothing, food. Wait, well, I don't think he got Bill, man. That dude's teeth were messed up. <laughs> At least they were discolored for sure. That's an evil looking dude. Who dude, the actor that they had portrayed? I'm sure maybe in real life he's the nicest man. Maybe he gives teddy bears to kittens and. But like all that screen, that dude just looks me like. So they, any goodwill you had from the after they got into the place from the Empire shooting back at the pirates. 
was just flushed down the drain because of that dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now okay, now here's the thing. Now so they that's went, how evil he was. Though. Yeah, they, like, no, I, I I felt it. You're like, evil. yeah, look, there are human beings. They're rooting along. They're, there. Yeah, they're yeah. like, you did a good job. You guys are soldiers, and then like, and you, you know, forgot what they were about. And they they talk, yeah, they like, talking yeah, war. This and, is what the empire is about. And then, yeah, he gets to talking about yeah, who cares about your blah blah blah. And then when you when your boy shoots him, I'm like, oh, how are they gonna get? Yeah. Well, they had that, and then they had the one stormtrooper look at it, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, <laughs> and they're wait, like, a minute, wait a minute, this like, doesn't seem right. Yeah, and they're all, and they're both of them like, well, yeah, that <laughs> was yeah, that was funny, right? They're like, he just shot one of our guys. Like, wow. I mean, I couldn't understand the stormtrooper being like, what's going on? Like, I want some lunch. I was here for lunch. What the? F-? Yeah. yeah, he was probably like, yeah, that guy was kind of an asshole, but oh, I guess I'll fight back. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, you know, okay, so real quick, though, uh, since we're, we're talking about this, there was a little bit of a thing about the fact that he took off his mask. Yeah, that was the first time in what, uh, in front of live creatures mm-hmm. since he had put it on, I guess, a long time ago. Right. Yeah, since, what, IG-88, right? right? Yeah, but that which is not a human, though, or right. any kind of living right. creature, right. a robot. Right. And so the, the discussion was, I believe, whether or not he broke protocol by taking off his mask. Yeah, and whether I mean, or not he, yeah. he had already kind of crossed the yeah. line, so to speak, as a Mandalorian. Did, did any of y'all have a problem with him removing the mask? I didn't because I felt like they were already kind of setting us up for that anyway when he met the other Mandalorians that sure. had their masks off. Yeah. So I felt like that was the foreshadowing for some event eventually, which he would take it off. So I think they set it up to that to be expected to happen at some time. I do think it's interesting, though, that he also... It's again, this is also on the same episode where Bill Burr is like, yeah, well, you know, you have your code until the chips are down or until, you know, you need to break that code. And so at this time, he had no choice. He had to break that code, and right. he did. He yeah. doesn't even have a retort to that that statement. That was a good thing with Bill Burr saying that. But, like, yeah, Mando, he doesn't like, hey, look, you know, I'm going to do what I got to do, but I'm not taking my back. Like, you don't get... He has no retort back for that. So it's kind of like, yeah, I guess you got me. Well, and that's, like, really, like... I should have mentioned this when we talked about the the first episode of The Mandalorian that we were discussing, which would have been, what, Chapter 13? The Jedi? Was this, you yeah. really start to see the connection between Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian, Mando, or right. Great Goose, Jared, whatever you want to yeah. call him. Yeah, you really start to see how much he loves this kid. Yes. In, in, that, in, in these last four episodes. Yeah. And I really felt like that was that moment. That's why I did not have a problem with it, because he went in there like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. And as soon as he had to show his face, and he was like, I need this information in order to get the child back, that's the first time he removes his mask. And it's t- to save the child. So that, I, I like and had that it for a very long time. Yes, and I so I like that, and I like the fact that they set it up the way that they did mm-hmm. to kind of like as Lee was saying, where, where it's like, yeah, when chips get down, you need to go ahead and get what you want. You're going to do whatever it takes to make that happen. The fact that he took it off did not bother me in the least. I know some people are like, well, technically he didn't break code because he put the stormtrooper thing on, and then. But still, or maybe by putting the stormtrooper thing on, he did yeah. break it. There was this whole debate about that. I am just not educated enough on these mess. Excuse me, Elwood. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my intellect, I could not fathom <laughs> such things. Well, I mean, you know, it's, I, I, I didn't mind it so much either because it showed some kind of growth. You know, he's yes. learning more about the world. He was brought up in a very conservative Mandalorian sure. sect. Yeah. 
you know, until he runs in the Bo-Katan and like, who are these motherfuckers taking their helmets off? <laughs> Wait, you're Mandalorian too? What? What? And Boba Fett? What? What the hell's going on? Yeah, Sasha Baker only- take that helmet off anytime. He's only been trained <laughs> in that very conservative child of the watch Mandalorian Call, I don't know what you call those, like tribe or something. Yeah, yeah. And now he's starting to learn that there's there's that sect. Yeah, there's 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 other types of Mandalorians that are out in the world. And you know, if you watch the other series, you know there are. Yeah. But you're kind of watching his journey to growing uh, and being able to be. Hey, I, this is okay. Yeah. And to answer to answer Danny's question on my end, um, I had no problem with it, like you said, because he had to do what he had to do for the sake of you know the child, but. Here's the thing. Bill Burr, he can't go into the cafeteria with his helmet off because like, that guy is going to, even though he, he might recognize him, him, yeah. Dude didn't recognize him. He sat down and had the conversation with him and he had to introduce himself. So that was all. That's how belittling that dude was. Yeah, right? that was all for nothing. But I mean, it's well, the, but yeah, it's all for nothing except for a story. Sick line. of story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. do it. yeah, it's like your force long distance dialing. Yeah, I'm with you. But that's what I'm saying. Like once they ran into each other, you know, you have that in mind, and then the dude just didn't recognize. Like, well, well, then that just was, yeah, whatever. I don't know if y'all caught this little piece of acting detail. Uh, uh, maybe it was me, but I just noticed it. But when you know when he's moving around without his helmet. Um, and he turns and looks and or does whatever. He looks like a guy that's been wearing a helmet for his entire life. He had helmet <laughs> hair. Yeah, he had, he had helmet hair, and he didn't know exactly how to move his neck, so he still moved like he was wearing a helmet, and, you know, all those kind of things. And I thought that was funny. I was like, why is he moving like that? Oh, he's. I'd be some method acting, man. Maybe he wore a helmet for like the whole time when he was, even when he was not shooting and stuff. You know, it was like he really got into the part. I put it together at the end, and I was like, oh, oh okay, that makes sense. Now. Wow, I didn't even notice. <laughs> the boy that. hasn't even removed his helmet in a long, long time, and I was like, that's excellent. This <laughs> well, uh, is a small little note. When we, uh, I was watching this with my kid, and when when we got to this planet, my kid goes, "Hey." Is this Jurassic Park? I was like, oh, kind of. It does look like Jurassic Park a little bit. I can see that. Yeah, yeah I can see that too. Yeah. All right, so now moving on to the final episode of the season and maybe the final episode of the whole Grogu arc. We have Chapter 16, The Rescue. All right, so to sum up this episode, uh, this is what happens. Using an imper- captured Imperial Lambda Class T4A shuttle. Ooh, a Lambda, just, Lambda, 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 Lambda. Sorry, I just and Shadow Boo. Anyway, they capture the shuttle <laughs> and getting information from Dr. Pershing, Kara, Fennec, and then make their way onto the Moth's ship with the help of Boa and Slave One. If you may recall, Dr. Pershing is the guy who was extracting M-Count stuff from Grogu in the first season. Yes. Anyway, they make it onto the ship, then go solo to rescue Grogu, and the rest of the crew go over to take over the bridge and hopefully encounter the Moth with it. However, the Moth is with Grogu, and then only gets to fight... One of the dark troopers that he sets on him because he sent the rest of them into space. And then he conquers them off, thereby supposedly winning the Darksaber, right? Everyone, gets to the, everyone else gets to the bridge and learns of the issue with the Darksaber with Din and Bo-Katan. Meanwhile, dark troopers, uh, after having taken a, a complete hiatus or detour to get back to the ship, come back to the bridge to try to rescue them off by knocking on the door heavily. All of a sudden, X-Wing shows up and we see a robed figure with a green lightsaber go all Darth Vader on the Dark Troopers. And it turns out the robed figure is Luke Skywalker, accompanied by R2. Grogu and Din share a hel- helmetless moment before he takes off for Jedi boarding school. We are then left with the Darksaber issue and the impending Book of Fett series. So that's basically all the stuff that happened. Post credits, though. Yeah. Book of Fett, Book of Fett, post credits. You're right. Yeah, because it surprised me. 
Let me just say, I, I, this is all I have to say about this episode. That that was perfection. It was it was awesome. I didn't see that coming. No way, no how. Even when that X wing landed, and you saw a figure emerge, and he's robed. You're like, yeah, nice tease. You're yeah. not getting me. It's not him. Even when you see that lightsaber flash screen, you're like, yeah, I'm not going for this. Even when you can tell he's got a glove on. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. Uh, nice try. Go pedal that somewhere else. And then when he pulls off the hood, and it's not like old Mark Hamill. True, right. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, that's what I was expecting, too. I mean, I, I was like, okay, if we're going to get Luke, we're going to get old Luke. But to get a young Luke, and that CGI was done just near perfect. As good as you could get for as, TV. As, as yeah. good as you could possibly get. Return of get. the Jedi gear. Oh yeah, I I could not have been any happier, and and really I couldn't have been any happier with the episode as a whole from that moment on because when he takes that helmet off to say goodbye to Grogu, Baby Yoda, whatever, you got to be a strong man. It was to admit tough, this, yeah. but I mean, I got the feels, and my daughter was sobbing. No, absolutely. You know, I said I said the words boarding school, I think, but basically that's what you're doing. You're sending your kid off. Uh-huh. The boarding school, you're not going to see them for a while. You don't know where they're going to be. Yeah, you this creature that you've, you risk life and death to save with the past few episodes. Well, you send them off trusting that this guy's going to take care of them. And considering that this kid ages slower, slower than most. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, shoot, like he was training as a Jedi before what the fall of the Republic is what they said. Yeah, yeah. So he was a youngling at one point in time. Then. He was a youngling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, for him to be training this long and still be considered a quote-unquote baby, like, yeah, I don't know when I'm going to see this. By the time I see this, probably going to be a teenager and I'm going to be in my 90s. Yeah, those <laughs> shit, like, you can't tell me nothing, Dad. I'm force choke you, Dad. <laughs> Give me the keys to the car, Dad. But yeah, like, I really kind of felt like, man, I never saw this series ever ending. I always felt like it was a buddy cop kind of right you had to have the mandalorian you had to have baby yoda to kind of bring the heart out of the series and now i'm like don't you dare bring baby baby yoda grogu whatever the back because you just gave him the best send-off you could possibly give to bring him back now would be you know the whole bobby ewing waking up and it was all a dream in dallas (laughs) right right you know the only way i'd accept him coming back is this several seasons down the road Din Jaren's in some kind of predicament. You don't know who the hell is going to save his ass. Ah. And all of a sudden, here comes a well-trained Grogu now doing all kind of more than the Soka shit, like Yoda level shit. You know, he's like, hey, I've learned some stuff while I was a boarding school, Dad. No, Check this like, out. Got your back, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great goose on you. Yeah. That's, that's the only way I'll accept it. You know, as he comes in as like Din Jaren's final savior because he's like in a, such a predicament with whatever he's gotten himself to. And then it's like, here comes his... He, like the boy, he's so trained, he feels him in the force. He's like, kind of like Anakin's like, oh my God, I got to go save him. You know, he's like, oh, whatever, Luke, I got to go do this. He's like, you won't finish your training. You will not, you will turn to the dark side. You know, kind of like Yoda stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Fair fair enough, but that's the only way. That's the only way. I I want to say, okay, one off, that's fine, but I don't want to see him becoming a recurring. Exactly. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, I don't want to be one. I'll give him one off. That's the only saver, and that's it. No, I I, I totally agree. And like, I I just want to. Cause I know we'll we'll go in a different path, but while he just did the thing with the Luke, I, I just want to say I was 
I was the same way. I was like, there's no way. There's no way that's him in the hood and the glove and the greens. Like, I was, I was like, don't make me pop right now watching mm-hmm. this. And then, yeah, when he did, like, the kid in me came out. Because, like, uh, my daughter loves the show, but she hasn't seen these episodes. So, like, man, I'm going to be like, we watching these. We watching these. You go. she learn. hasn't seen them yet? No, because she's been living her oh, best okay. life yeah. or whatever. So, like, she hasn't seen these. But, like, yeah, when he came out and he killed all of the robots and everything and he pulled back the head he's like yeah like I got great goose yeah <laughs> I was like oh yo no cause I was like I'm tired of seeing dinosaur titty drinking Luke and all that stuff <laughs> I was like I was like I just saw like I was like that's the Luke Skywalker like we you know we talked about the last we had the toys I was like I had the Luke Skywalker Jedi yes. all black toy. I was like the kid in me just came out and mm-hmm. I was like Mando he good Great Goose is good. He went awesome, Luke. They gave him his balls back. Yeah, I they was. They did. No, I was so right. pumped because I was because like you said, it was like watching Baby Yoda go away. He's like, well, yeah, they had that weird bond, but then at the same time, I was like, wow, his life's gonna be awesome if they make a show with those two. And if it's CGI, I get it. Mark Hamill's really old, but I will give that show a shot. I will give that show. I give it shot. a shot too. Yes, no, I, I agree. I'm exact same way. And I love how they, they didn't give you any kind of color until much further on. You, you saw the, the Jedi land. You saw it through the black and white screens. Mm-hmm. You saw the lightsaber pop up. But the first time you see the green saber, my head's like, holy f***. Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, okay. So my head's thinking like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so he, Luke had a blue saber. No, he lost that saber mm-hmm. in the Sky City. And then he built his own one, which was green because his dad said it was okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, holy f***, it's green. That's not Ahsoka. That's... Is that Luke? You know, and my kids are like, "Ah, it's Luke! It's Luke! It's Luke!" Ah, shut up! <laughs> you know, because you don't want to believe it and be disappointed. That's right, just, right. And then <laughs> you know, they had the whole scene, you know, and then it's like he pulls off his head. I'm like, up, oh, you know, yeah, it's my, my face that confess. Oh. You know, it was great. And then you know, the hallway scene that took me back to Rogue One, where Darth Vader just goes into the Rebel ship and yeah. does the same kind of havoc. Yeah, and the words like like my uh, father. The, the words in my head that popped up were like my father before me. And I think even in the group, if you remember the, um, we, uh, the Magic Army Pleasure Island group, I posted the Nerdist came up, uh, lined up the two videos, Rogue One with Darth Vader in the hallway with Luke in the hallway with those robots. Oh, wow. And I mean, you could just see him just tearing ass, both like father, like son. I'm like, yes. Oh, it was this awesome. This is awesome. That was awesome. Great comparison because, yeah, I didn't even think about that comparison, but yeah. it really was that moment where you just pop except luke's moment lasted longer like I'll, I'll never forget i was working at home and i was watching the the last episode and it got to that point and all of a sudden my alarm goes off time to go get lily and i i got in my car I drove to get lily i'm like damn it what's going on the, i get in the carpool lane and now i'm watching it on my phone <laughs> as we're going through the carpool lane and watching on my phone and then i get lily and he still hasn't yeah taken the the hood off because he's still going through slashing and cutting and I pulled off to the side of the road and Lily and I watched it <laughs> on my iPhone and she cried the entire ride home yeah. because of like not bawling, sobbing, like, you know, like hysterical, like just Kevin Smith tears, like just, just soft tears <laughs> yeah. because, oh my God. Grogu had to go away, and it's like, no, but it's so awesome. But he's going off with Luke. He's yeah. going so, oh, yeah. See, that's the thing, too. It's like, for me, a question was answered, because it's like, thanks for the prequels, right? So I watched the prequels. I saw Obi-Wan in his prime, and there was always that nagging question that popped up when the sequels came out. It's like, God, I want to see Luke in his prime. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I want to see after he's yes. conquered his father and brought him back from good. 
you know, now he's a really strong Jedi. Now, what could he have done? Now that he's a Jedi, he's like he's a Jedi. He's well, a Jedi. But, I mean, but yeah. d- didn't we see Luke in his prime at the end of Jedi and that fight between him? Last and Vader? Jedi. And no, uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, Return no. of the Jedi. Okay, all right. Yeah, no, no. Between was, him and his dad? Yeah. I, I wouldn't call that prime. I wouldn't call that prime. That was like, but that was like he graduated from college. Yeah. And then he's in the real world now. This is what we didn't get to see with Lucas. After he graduates from quote-unquote college and becomes the trainer, and we didn't get to see that part of his life. You know yeah, what but, I'm saying? But who was there for him to fight? No, I'm saying like he became the trainer of the Jedi and you know and things like that so we didn't get to see that happen no that's what i'm saying and i'm agreeing with you that's what i'm saying it's like we saw him take down darth vader i mean that's like him knocking out muhammad ali where was there to go from there i mean to lee's point he became a trainer because he had vanquished evil now i'm sure there's some extended series somewhere that has some really great books a lot of books about it yeah those i don't know yeah to that knowledge and i you know what i've never been happier to have ignorance when it comes to the extended series because yeah i get to enjoy it all now for the first time right and seeing it on screen and kind of soak it in at my own pace i never imagined myself loving an episode of the mandalorian as much as i love this like to the point where i could watch that every every other month you know just just to feel good i did yes i, I, I watched it like six that. six times since it came out yeah, <laughs> i watched it three times yeah. yeah i watched that part i was like maybe get my toys out like that was like watching the kid that had every single star wars toy on the table like yeah i'm doing this and that uh the the only thing i like you said with the stuff with the prime like it was cool watching trust me it was cool watching luke come back and cut up the droids and crush everything but then like when we had to do the show i was like i gotta I got to find the one creative thing that I would have been like, you know, it would have been just a little teeny tiny bit more awesome than that. Before you say say that, you know what? I had the exact same mindset. I'm like, I'm looking back because I need to You know what I'm about to say. No, no, no. I don't know what you're about to say. Because I'm saying I need to look back because I need to find there's got to be one thing I can criticize because I can't just get on here and do this show and just be like, man, that episode was just perfection. I've got to be able to mild critique they could have done this better what about this some insight and i had nothing and by my i was going to go into it a third time and i'm like what are you trying to accomplish why do you want to peek behind the curtain why do you want to see the wizard of oz so badly yeah you know you're you're trying to make yourself not like this at this point in time just be fair (laughs) just walk away and just like it so no, no no having said that i respect where you're coming from because i i'm I always try to look at it from both sides as well. So I'm curious to see what you came up with. I'm not going to say that the episode did not suck. The episode was beautiful. Yeah, it was brilliant. I mean, I wasn't too worried about Great Goose getting shacked up with the little Miyafage bracelets and stuff (laughs) like that and all that. But I mean, the sequence for Amanda was cool. The only thing is, and this is just talking as a adult that had a kid's heart after seeing that episode was like man how cool would that have been to have had that light saber dark saber fight oh battle yeah because then that now you correct me if i'm wrong maybe it's been done in another form of some sort but like you still never really got to see well, you got to see the Dark Saber versus Best Guard. I get it. Best Guard is awesome. Well, you got a whole other third season coming up. I'm talking about now, baby. Now, what you didn't get enough? 
I just saw Luke Skywalker come back. I wanted more after that. Oh, yeah, shit. I just, I'm saying, like, well, you've I, always I, been a fan of the lightsaber fights. I, I remember that. Yes. When we were talking about past yes. Star Wars episodes and stuff. But I guess, like, and again, it's not to say the episode was terrible because it didn't happen. It's just to say, as a. But you creative, saw a dark saber fight. Yeah, I saw a dark saber fight, but I guess the thing was, was like, I didn't know a lightsaber. You know what I'm saying? I didn't you know a lightsaber was happening at towards the end of that. You took that to the crescendo that it needed to go. You had, you know, Gina Carano with the Gatlin gun, and you had like everybody doing their thing. It was awesome. It was just that I didn't know there was a lightsaber that was gonna show up. And I have never seen the lightsaber versus dark saber fight. You want to? You just want to see that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I that's you, yeah. it. That's it. That's. But that's. I, I think that's a little bit. I think it's a little bit greedy. I don't mind being greedy. I'm paying seven hundred dollars a year for Disney Plus now. I'm wrong being greedy, but I'm wrong with asking now. You got to ask. I mean, how do you not feel like you just shot your wad at the end of that, and you're just you need a nap? I'm not saying that was over, and be like, all right, when I'm yeah through napping. And my refractory period has passed. Okay. And now it's time <laughs> to come back for season three. You better show me this. I'm just saying. Because I'm with you. I yeah. still, I, like, I get it. The Darksaber's powerful. I got a little bit more of an insight into what makes it so powerful. But what happens when a Darksaber and a Lightsaber touch? I, I'm with you. I would like to see that as well. Having said that, I don't necessarily think that that was the time for it. That okay. Well, here's the thing. So I was satisfied. So good. I put my thumb in my mouth. Went to sleep after the episode was done. And oh, no, that's a good. That's a, I was I, pleased. I, I, yeah, I don't want to give off the impression I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't think Star Wars could make me feel again. Yeah, I really did not think Star Wars could make me feel. And that's again. a comment I hear a lot from a lot of people, even especially when I'm reading. It's like, really, yeah, this, so this is why I avoid all this. Yeah, and it's like yeah, I, you I know, I'll read, read this. You know, after you know, I watched the episode a couple of times, and you know, I'll, I'll stumble upon things because I'm a weekend post things. So I'll read it and then I'll get things suggested to me to read. So I'll read it and check it out. But yeah, a lot of people are just like, yeah, I, I never thought I could feel this way about Star Wars again. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they post memes like Favreau, you know, uh, carrying the Star Wars universe on his back. <laughs> yeah. All kind of stuff is like, you know, I, I brought the balls back to the Star Wars universe. That uh, kind of stuff. I follow, I follow a comic book artist, a professional comic book artist. And uh, that's what that was the like the thing I described that he was like Favreau on the last episode of Mandalorian was literally a picture of just two kids that were like screaming and they had every Star Wars toy possible on a table and they were just like going crazy with it and that's kind of how I was like okay yeah that makes sense the dude has now he has every toy in the sandbox and he's just he's just going at it but I don't know if I'm to the last point there I don't know if I'm gonna see Luke again so if there's somebody and I like Ahsoka Tana there was nothing wrong with that but I mean Luke my guy I mean, you know that Luke, if I could just the Luke with yeah, the but, lightsaber, the dark, I'm sorry. Now they get their own show. Hey, that's I'm, but I'm that's like away. continuing to watch wrestling and being like, The Rock is my guy. Well, Rock is never coming back to wrestle full time. Stone Cold's my guy. So, you, yeah, you'll get those little brief appearances every once in a while that really gives you the feels. But the the question is, how well did they pass the torch? And the Luke scene, as great as it was, I yeah, I feel you. As feel great you. as it was. What got the bigger reaction, like emotionally, was that moment, or was it the moment where he took off his mask to look Baby Yoda, and, you know, eye to eye? Yeah, the little and the little gray goose touch his face with the little claw and right. everything. And yeah. like Luke, like Darth Vader said to Luke, "Let me look upon you with my own eye." Yeah, no, that was no, that was touching. Uh, no, absolutely. Like I said, Luke like father, was, like son. Luke yeah. was making me feel like a kid, but no, I 
And then R2-D2 geeking out when he sees Yoda, like, oh my God, you're that little dude that we used to see. At least I think. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they knew each other from some extended thing. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about it. Uh, I, I just I maybe ate a droid egg way right. back when, you know? Yeah. Like R2 was just like, oh my God, there's the sprinkles on top of the Sunday. Look at this. It's R2. And he's geeking out about seeing a, a baby Dude, Yoda. Yeah. I didn't expect R2 to pop up in that scene at all. No, then, no, me neither. And then Why I'm like, well, of course, who else is going to help Luke sure. travel the X Wing? Right. And, then, and that's course. fair. Yeah. And, that's, and it's totally fair. And, and, and then uh, and other stuff in the show was good. Look, okay. Because, you know, I'll, I'll back off. The, uh, the droid. The droid fight with Mando that, you know, he's fighting the one droid like that oh, was the dark trooper. Yeah, yeah, the dark trooper like that whole scene with them. They had a pretty good build up. Uh, oh, they, their, their send up was a little weird. It was like right in the middle. You know what I mean? What like, mean when he shot him out in the space, they shot him out in the space, but yeah, then they came back. They beat down doors and like so they were still intimidating, but they weren't. They didn't scare me. Then he fought the one. We never got the full fight of the yeah. platoon versus them. Yeah, okay. you know he yeah. fought. He fought Mando, beat the crap out of his helmet, and nothing happened. But you they know? did a good enough job of convincing you that if the dark troopers would have stormed, that they would have won. They would have yeah, won. Yeah, yeah. Won. yeah. yeah. So that, that was thank you. That That's means they of, got the yeah. dark troopers over. The only thing I would say is that yeah, they used that that technique when they shot him out into space. That was okay if you're gonna get. Hypercritical, just a wee bit, just a wee bit critical. That's the only note I had. That's the only note I had was that when they did that, I'm like, oh, that was pretty easy. No, 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 <laughs> no. They just shut them all up in space. I'm like, oh, they beat them. Lee, not just easy, repetitive. They just did that mm-hmm. on the previous episode where they were like, where are they, they took- at? They're in the cargo hold control area. Yeah, yeah. click, and they shot off. Everybody into into yeah. That's we have to add that to our Mandalorian formula. Remember when we first did the first season of it? Mm-hmm. It was like when in doubt this happens. When in doubt that. When in doubt they're gonna fly shoot him out in the space. Shoot him out of the cargo hold. Mm-hmm. We have to make that list and yeah, put that yeah. out. Yeah, I'd never seen that before. Now that's twice I've seen it in one <laughs> season. But uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah, if you want to be hypercritical, yeah, I mean they employed that technique twice, and they probably should have saved it for the dark troopers because that would have been like whoa. Because the Dark Troopers could actually fly. They had, like, jets on their feet and stuff. Sure, but I mean... So they, they such could come back. The other guys couldn't come back at all. They right. were just, like, dead. Such an inventive way to take out an enemy. I but mean, they had the biggest yeah. buildup uh, for this season. They, you saw them being created. Oh. You saw them when they had... Well, build up, I'm saying. Like, that, like you said, they got over to Over the last yeah. five episodes. Yeah, of, of, right? Of you saw, uh, sure, fair enough. You saw Moff Gideon walk out. He's like, boom, here are new troopers. And they're like, bam, they're kidnapping, you know great goose and stuff and you know they're they're doing their thing well the last so, part of that build-up is dr pershing saying that they removed the human element from the suits yeah. and just created like stormtrooper droids so okay okay yeah, i'll give you another yeah. one okay, okay one small itty bitty critique Go for it if, if, if they looked a little like rock'em sock'em robots yes yeah. <laughs> when they were punching the dude like that i mean i'm like that is so rock'em sock'em robots but well, that, I mean, you know, back in now that we true. know the timeline of this uh, series, Rock'em Sock'em was rocking. Oh, yeah. Battlestar start the Galactica robots, yeah. the old school ones. Oh, yes. I, I guess that's is uh, that a meme too already? No, but it should be. Okay, we we can create that. Let's we have to create anything. If I finally came up with an original observation, to me, all these observations are original because I, I've not looked at anything. Yeah, no, not, I think we have great. not talked to us about it no, since no, right now. We've not talked to one another. But you know, this is one thing about the over the overarching thing from this episode is that people now have an idea of when this Mandalorian episode or series is taking place. Very, yeah, very. Because there's always a lot of discussion in Star Wars groups. When is it supposed to happen? This, that, and the other. 
but now it's definitive where yeah. it is based upon Luke's age and whatnot. This is to me. This is the episode that made it great. Like yeah. what, what we got before was good, but half the episodes were good. Half the episodes were like, eh, and you, know, you. This is what made this series easily to me. I, and I can't speak for Clone Wars or Rebels, so maybe this is better a question for you, Kevin. What is this the best? Star Wars television series to date. Ooh, Ooh that's a good one. That your nipples getting hard just thinking about it, Kevin. And I have to, I have stop rubbing. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm but trying to help him think, Danny. It's so close. Yeah, that's how I think. You know, the Nanu Nanu. I like that. I was talking to him. <laughs> you just automatically assumed, yeah, I'm going to be rubbing it. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's a team. Eli effort. speaks for me. I'm milking Kevin. That's I'm right, Kevin. Out. That's Merry right. Christmas. That's a good question, drinking that man. green milk. <laughs> Because it's like, I don't know if I want to compare series more so than story arcs. Because you have the Ahsoka story arc, you know, that took place in Clone Wars. Let me make it easier for you. I'm going to make it easy. First two seasons of Clone Wars. First two seasons of... First two seasons of a week. (laughs) Okay. Of Clone Wars. That's that's, that's, yeah. First two seasons of Clone Wars. First two seasons of Rebels. First two seasons of The Mandalorian. Which one do you go Oh, I'll take the first two seasons of Mandalorian. Rebels right next to it, and then Clone Wars after that. But is that rough to say, though? Because Mandalorian is... Is that safe to say that it's the first live-action Star Wars television show? Like, series-wise? Episodic television? I'd say so, yeah. Because the other ones is all CGI, so... Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? I'm, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. So all the that's other ones are, are, are cartoon. Yeah, stuff. so that's kind of that's kind of tough. I, I would. I mean, you but take the answer to it. Yeah, it's all about story. Because you, you can, you know, Carl Weathers in this one. I mean, I was already over the boot on that. I mean, when you compare first two seasons, you know, uh, uh, the strongest one I believe is Mandalorian with a rebel not that far behind. It's not close, but not that far behind. Mm. And Clone Wars first two seasons was kind of weak. Clone Wars, I think, it didn't really get going until they got past. Maybe like third season, fourth season around there, where it really started happening. That's what I don't understand. Like yeah. the, the drive, the, the stick with it. Like, yeah, once you get the past, like the first sixty something episodes. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. We can only say that after we've seen everything. Sure, sure you know, sure, and, sure. you know, when we were first seen, it's like, oh, cool, a uh, Star Wars cartoon. But then it's like when you look back on it after you binge watch everything, it's like, oh, those first, especially the first movie that they did, Clone Wars. Oh, that was really weak. And I'm- then it's like everything was cool once you got into. The, the the whole Ahsoka story arc with all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. See, I have to sit down and, and, yeah. and watch because, like, I watched Clone Wars and I, I'm not delving. I only went in five episodes when it was like, I was like, oh, cool, it's Yoda. And then, like, they had, like, the, all the weird villains that he had to fight in this mm-hmm. planet or something. But I didn't know anything about the villains that he fought. So I was kind of like, yeah, I'll come back to this later. You know what I'm saying? In this one, like you said, one, I think it being live action is, is always a different thing. I mean, it can actually backfire it in a sense. Like, if the show wasn't good, there's only a limited amount of effects and stuff that you could do in a live action that you can just go all out on the CGI. Mm-hmm. So that's saying a lot that, mm-hmm. you know, you dig The Mandalorian more. Yeah. No, I, I have a prediction for The Mandalorian series for this. And I think that's a good way to close it out. Yeah, I think their success is going to be kind of like what Agents of Shield has gone through. Agents of Shield went through several seasons. They went through several overlapping season story arcs. There were several in there, and by them closing up the Grogu part after two seasons, I kind of see that happening with this series, kind of like Agents of Shield, um, where they had like several seasons or one big ass season that had one big story arc, 
and they resolved it. And they cut, but there was like a background thing that kind of kept going, but it was still different story arcs that were happening through the series. Cause I like agents of the shield. I enjoy that series and it just, you know, it ended this past year. Um, but I can see that their Mandalorian success being that same kind of thing. I think the next, whatever story arc we have, which I'm predicting to be the whole Mandalore issue, which would be great because that'll kind of revisit back into stuff that I learned in Clone Wars. Because I want I want to see how they're going to resolve this. <laughs> you know, there's there's an issue with Bo-Katan and and Din Djarin. Is he's going to be the one to unite Mandalore or whatever else? You know, that's for me. That's I'll, I'll be curious to know that answer. All right, well, can I pause real quick? Yes. Okay, so does that mean that you believe Grogu is done? We're not going to see Grogu in season three unless it's isn't in a cameo role. Exactly. That's uh, I'll stand by that. Grogu is done. He's off to study with Luke to continue his training. Uh, who knows what's happening with Luke? I know Luke had all the issues with Leia's son and all that, his his nephew, mm-hmm. and I don't know how that ties into the the new uh, yeah, trilogy, would. whatever. But I know he's. I, I think he's done. He may come. The only way I'll accept him coming back, like I mentioned before, is if it's like a last just effort. There's no one else that can save Din Djarin. He's in some kind of crazy ass pickle because of the damn whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And the only person that saves him is his is his kid. Okay, you know, comes back and says, "Hey." Yeah, I've been doing good, Pops. Check this out. Fair you know? enough. And that's it. Yeah, I, I think All they right. move on to a different story arc, and I think this next story arc will be completely about Mandalore and the Mandalorians uh, I, in the Mandalorian <laughs> episodes, you know? I would agree. Okay, Lee, call your shot. Well, I just have a question for Kevin then. Yes. Who do you predict will be the next whatever to sell a ton of merchandise? Are we going to have a baby Mando, uh, little Mando, little helmets and... Like what? What's going to replace Baby Yoda to sell a ton of merchandise in the parks? I, that is yeah. an excellent question. That is a really well thought out question. Man. I think you're going to have action figures of Mandalorians of various cults and tribes and colors and stuff. But you know, so we're not going to have like a little cute baby something or other. I think they're going to go for you know, you know, there's going to be a little kind of like when we were growing up with the Star Wars figures and stuff. I think you're going to have those different little characters pop back up. You know what? He's right. Baby Yoda's their cash cow. Baby Yoda's not going nowhere. Now you go want Baby Yoda even more because that that's like the girl that you wanted to stay that's leaving. And she'd even leave a pair of drawers in your apartment. Okay, but you have paid attention to the Disney company over the last couple of years, I would say. And they <laughs> tend to make, if those ratings go down an eighth of a point, so you better get that Baby Yoda back on that freaking ship. They're going to take right. the helmet off and bring back Baby Yoda. Right? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, but that's okay. But here's the thing. So remember when we first started, started talking about this? And so they, they were like, why haven't they made a Baby Yoda toy? Because they didn't know how the season was going to. They didn't know how anything was going to work. So now they've started to make the toy. They've already invested in manufacturing the toy. That toy's not going anywhere. And now that the season is ended and this toy, oh, I'm sorry, the character is gone. I would imagine they figure that's going to make well, but consumers I mean, want the toy more. You, but okay, no, 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 no. But you're, I think you're hypothesizing because I mean you got to think about how kids grow up. I mean you're gonna have a generation. I of think kids. like adults buying this. Oh no, 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 for sure, adults are gonna buy yeah. Baby Yoda as well. They're gonna be adults that hey, Baby Yoda's cute. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that's been happening. I'm saying it took a time for it to happen, though. Okay, but like I'm saying, you're gonna have another group of kids that next year when the Mandalorian come out, they're gonna become three, four, five years old. What's a new hot thing? And what is? I think Lee's point is absolutely valid. They'll make a new character. They'll make a new character. Uh, you really think so? Is it that easy for Star Wars to just make a new character we're all going to love? Look at the new trilogy. <laughs> First of all, it's not about loving. It's about buying. <laughs> it's right. Uh, loving they, leads to buying. <laughs> okay. You can have... Okay. 
fair enough. Let's say I don't um, think he's shitting on Lee's idea. Uh, I point. He and has I think a great he's point. right. I, I think he has a great point. Well, I'm going to put my money on action figures and kind of like when we were growing up where you wanted the Ad At Walker, you wanted the Des- uh, whatever, the Millennium Falcon play piece. Yeah, you sets. want the Dark Troopers. I'm, I'm going to go troopers. with that prediction. I thought yeah. you were saying that like what's that. the next hot thing? No, I'm not that's asking that's what the next hot yeah. thing is. I'm saying... I also think that's like, okay, that's going to appeal to boys, action figures, laser guns, helmets, etc., etc., where Baby Yoda appeals to everyone. Boys, girls, kids, moms, dads. Yeah, but you got yeah, a whole they, like female they, Mandalorian they, squadron. Uh, you know, they're, they're incorporating into that, so now they're going to try to appeal to both. Now, the cosplay world... Whereas when we were growing up, they didn't do that. Cosplay world, yeah, people will be dressing up like the Mandalorian and Ahsoka Tana and uh, Bo... What's her I, name? So if yeah. Baby yeah, Yoda right. exit stage left, you believe that the female Mandalorian squad... Is enough to get young girls to stay watching. Well, at least cosplay. Because for my daughter's watched it, and she never said about the Mandalorian girl. She squad. didn't like Sasha Banks using the jetpack to do a tornado DDT on Boba yes. Fett. That was <laughs> that awesome. Was so She's a girl. She wants them to talk about their feelings and work things out. Well, I, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I just I did notice that. I did notice that. It just, That's fair. These, these episodes were very female heavy. Uh, and I'm not saying that's good or bad. I just it's something I noticed. There's a lot of female. I'm fine with that aspect heavy. of it. Like oh. I, it could be female heavy, but I think what you said you summed it up the best. Yeah, that like, was great. It appeals to everyone. It appeals to adults. It appeals yeah. to kids. It appeals to boys. It appeals to girls. And you're just going to let this character ride off in the sunset with maybe an occasional cameo. It's a little hard to believe that they're just going to let that happen. So you think they would put in like a Jedi story? You think they put in a Jedi story? I think they're going to try to let it happen. Yeah. But I think some suit, maybe uh, named Chapek, <laughs> is going to be like... You got to put his name on the stamp. I hear that. Dude, um, we were doing really well. We had the hottest thing with Baby Yoda, and y'all wrote him out of the series? Figure, bring him back. Figure out a way to bring him back. I do think... The, I think Baby Yoda was a good reason why kids were tuning in. Do you think yeah, that's, that kids that's very accurate. are going to be tuning in now? <sighs> if Baby Yoda's gone. Mm, well, see, that's tough because we don't have a, a, a season. No, it is. It's, it's, uh, and it's not even meant to be answered. It's a, maybe it's it's a good rhetorical, rhetorical question. Yeah, it is because, I mean, we're asking people to... Look, we don't know what the next season is. All right, I'll put it like I'm this. just saying you can't go from a series that appeals to everybody to, all right, now we're going full-on war from Mandalore. Right. And you lose some of that cuteness factor that you got with the kids who are maybe like, yeah, all this technological... Just, we all know what this is. Yeah, I mean, battle the, for whatever doesn't really... Because, see, the crazy part was, though, with Baby Yoda, that was lightning in a bottle because that was like the, the parent knew who Yoda was. And then the kid was like, oh, that's just a cute creature. And then, like, the parent like, yeah, but that was... Yoda, Yoda was doing lifting ships out of the dirt and stuff. And so like, well, look at that. It was a stroke of genius that they were able to go ahead and take that character and cutize like, it. Like, well, I don't know that's a verb or not. <laughs> no, that, that's yeah. the best way to put it. And I think you're right. And and look, I never was the biggest fan of the cuteness of Baby Yoda, but they sold me on the relationship between Mando and Baby Yoda. So like, I don't have a problem with Baby Yoda so you disappearing. I'm with Kevin here. Yeah, I, I do think that. The logical next 
stepping off point is to go a different direction, but Lee's point about, yeah, but money <laughs> okay, yeah. goes a long way with Disney. Let me, okay, so I throw, I actually had two questions, but I just wanted to piggyback off of what the Lee said. So there's not another creature in the Star Wars universe, if you cutized it, no. would make no, like it, baby it would Rancor. Now it would be a no. <laughs> No, I, I think the it would be like when they replaced the Duke boys with the Duke cousins. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, don't bring me back to that nightmare. I made that Duke movie. That I was terrible. I remember that. I, I remember that. Yeah. I'm like, Who the f- are these Coy people? And, exactly. Coy and Coy and Vance. Vance. Oh, oh why should I care? No. He's tricking my memory with that. And you know what's funny about that is when Smallville came out, there was an episode where John Snyder and, and uh, Tom Wopat got yeah. together in a muscle car drove crazy and it was like yeah you had that same flash of an old show nostalgia never goes away if you're truly a fan of it, it will not go away no but you can kill it oh yeah. no there's no yeah. argument with that <laughs> if you're rich enough you can kill it absolutely yeah I, my predictions they go with the strong female characters and like cutize them or just no, say not strictly not even cutize like this is a strong female character so you're gonna be like that's Bo-Katan it. everybody gonna be a blue man cause that's a good uh, yeah. Halloween date outfit you could be the uh, Mandalorian and have a chick that's yeah. in a blue Mandalorian outfit Bo-Katan doesn't do nothing for me no but no. Bo-Katan in this she series is not, not showing what she's, she's too mean done no. But yeah, you know, you're coming at yeah. it from knowledge. I'm coming at it from a different angle from it. But I mean, to I, be I y'all's point, yeah, chick, no, yeah, we don't. Y'all don't know Bo-Katan because she hasn't really shown much. We don't know all the, you know. But the no, only thing that no I can see them going is is the strong female character. You know, they they maybe a series of uh, maybe a couple of different Ray like people. You know where they people like females can latch onto and stuff. I thought you meant Ray, like for instance, in the frog. Would be like, oh, oh God, yeah. damn, that's my book of tan down there. Oh, <laughs> oh, da, 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 oh dude, I'd love some Cajun Mandalorians. <laughs> Cajunlorians. Uh, Cajunlorians. Uh, man, we need some extra help for this battle. Who can we get? Oh, they got those dudes down the bayou. No, man, they're crazy. <laughs> well, right now, what I'm doing down there? I'm just wrestling this gator here with a jetpack going around down there. Rah, rah, rah. You know, the I can- Lorians. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah. well, I know you're about to wrap it up yes. so this is my last question so is there any you guys pumped up now maybe we didn't I'm sure anybody who's listening may already be aware but just in case someone is not yeah. there's the post credits oh the post credits scene with yes. the book of Fett yep. book of Fett so you, what do you think you think going forward that's going to be a promising kind well, of show or okay. you're just like eh I think it's a side thing a side piece it is definitely a side, side piece, piece. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad at them for making me wait to get the explanation for how Boba Fett escaped the Sarlacc pit. I am mad at, at that. Fair. Yeah, because Fair. I, that was the one thing I was hoping for. I'm like, oh, I want an explanation. Like, I know I can look it up and find it and Wikipedia it and find out exactly how he did it in the extended series and whatnot. But I'm like, no, I want them to tell it to me. I don't think there was ever an answer to be. No, a, to it wasn't. Point. Yeah. And then when I'm watching the show, also they cut to Jabba's palace and here comes Boba Fett. And I'm like, here we go. They're going to say it. And no, he just sits down on the throne, throne, kills Bib Fortuna and all that stuff. So that was like the only thing to me that they did not really deliver I thought you were dead. (laughs) I never did. (laughs) you. Here's a ski pole in your eye. He didn't say that. Boba didn't say that. That would have been funny if he did, though, right? No, No, he he didn't even give him words. He just straight up shot him. He straight up. And the girl did all the work. 
I like how Vic Fortuna kind of kind of got fat over really the years. Fat. Oh yeah, he's been eating a lot of tuna. He's been sitting on that throne too long. Got him a blue cheek dancer. G- give him ten more years, and then Bibble will shoot first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So yeah, that's it's slated to be a, a, a side piece series. December twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's coming out at the same time as the Mandalorian. So. I'll check it out. Yeah, sure. yeah I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious. check out all this stuff, of course. You know, God bless Disney Plus because and some listener uh, I can't. I remember and I, I hate to I hate that I'm doing it like this but somebody said about how my god y'all should just release shows just y'all need to do two shows a week now because once all this content comes out now you got the oh the, the Marvel uh, stuff's coming yeah, next yeah, the Ahsoka stuff the Ahsoka Tana the, the stuff you got, Book yeah. of Fat, you got the Mandalorians like yeah. I'm kind of like yeah man because like look I love creating content looking back at Disney and exploring avenues that we love to talk about but there's nothing more fun than just watching something and then not talking about it and then sitting down and finding out what each of us thought Oh, yeah. this was yeah. It's a, it's a genius. No, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. As long as they make it. series, we'll we'll review them. Absolutely, yeah. And, and next up on bat, you know, that kind of closes this season two of the Mandalorian discussion. Of course, up and coming twenty twenty one, and next up to bat is uh, you know Scarlet Witch's story. Oh yeah, WandaVision. WandaVision is the next up to bat. So who knows? Maybe we'll start talking about that. Yeah, don't get kind of switch gears. You yeah, know? don't get me talking about Falcon the Winter Soldier. I'm I'm still on the fence. Uh, don't get me I'm started. more on the fence about WandaVision. Like, uh, if it's WandaVision, Wanda Sykes better be the lead. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> oh, uh-uh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Vision, fix your batteries. You better take your green ass. <laughs> you use it to, to the trash and bring it out on the curb. <laughs> you know, that's the crazy thing, right? It's like last year after season one, uh, they satiated the Star Wars fans with having the final season of The Clone Wars. Now we don't have that. Now no. we have to switch to Marvel. Yeah, you know, which I'm okay with, but it's like it's not you know, the same thing. It's no. like, you know, I'm not going to another Star Wars series that can help me throughout the spring. But you know, I'm going to this Wandavision. So who knows that? Maybe our next review discussion, along with Soul, we got to talk about Soul. And uh, we'll, oh, we'll we talk Soul, about Soul, Soul next week. Yeah, I don't know. Next. Maybe we'll talk about the Mulan live action. Who knows? Oh maybe yeah, not. that happened. I you know I asked my sister about it because she actually watched it. And I said, "How was it?" She said, "I fell asleep on it three times." Oh, I watched She it. probably had a big yeah. meal. That's yeah, it could be. Look, I fell asleep on The Mandalorian uh, with Bill Burr. I yeah. fell asleep on Soul. The holidays have been tough. It's been tough. Running yeah, hard. No, I, I fell asleep on Soul yeah. a few times. Yeah, I did too, but it's probably because I was too damn tired. I watched the first. the holiday stuff. Yeah, so that's why I went on. Yeah, we're going to discuss Soul, but who knows? Maybe we'll talk about Mulan at some point. Yeah, and as soon as y'all leave, I'm like, I'm going right back to watching Soul. So. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably watch it. We're, we're going to record that. That'll be our next show coming out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of stuff. We'd love to hear what you guys uh, think about the Mandalorian season two. I know uh, we've had a chance to chat with some of you guys in the group and stuff about Mandalorian things. So um, if you want to share your opinions, man, we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion of the Mandalorian season two. If you want to learn more about us, the Magic Hour Podcast, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to share your opinions about this season, you can get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com, leave us a voicemail via Speak Pipe Widget, or you can call or send us a text message at 1 815 Moeekin. That is 1 815 Moeekin. Six six nine four two two six, and of course we have a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X Force, 
Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory, what a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out ivorycomics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Lightfield out. Tell you what, that's the only thing that gets me more pumped up than seeing Luke Skywalker crushing droids. So you heard what Rob said. That's a guru talking about another guru. But what he forgot to mention when you go to the Ivory Comics website is that there's a link to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You get all the glory, all the fun, all the story, all the Boba Fett, all the who did the Fett, all the great goose, all that good stuff. You can also find me there on Facebook. So Eli H. Ivory, I'm right there. As long as you're a real person, cool. Nice to meet you. How you doing? How your mama doing? If you're a bot, don't want to talk to you, please turn the light off and cut your battery out. Uh, Facebook.com is also a page for Projectation. So you can go to Facebook.com slash Projectation, see the artwork and stuff that I have out there. Instagram out there, posting hearts and likes and posts and all that good stuff. EIV504 right there for you. And of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, you just bringing me the gladness. And that's not from the book of Boba Fett. That's from the book of Eli. How you doing? Bring it all 2021. Woo! Yes, sir. Happy yes, New sir. Year. Yes, sir. <laughs> and look, for 2021, if you're not into the Marvel stuff and you want to get more of your Star Wars fixing, you can book a vacation down to Walt Disney World to visit Galaxy's Edge. And you can do it through Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-BOBA-FAT. 832 B O B O B. Wait a minute. No. 832 JJ Fat. Well, Super MC Fat. My goodness. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. Facebook, check me out at facebook.com slash lost to travel. That's L A S T O V I C A travel. On Instagram, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee Travel. If you do need that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Great, Gusavika. Yeah, it seems like Boba Fett visited Ronto Roasters too much. Oh, uh, no. He missed out. He missed out. No, he did not miss out. He did not miss out. He ate out. He, he ate out. out. He ate out. That's exactly it. He had that extra, that extra sauce they put on it. He got the supersized Ronto, uh, the, whatever they call it, that, that chicken something. He oh, got a Ronto leg. That's right. That's yeah, right. Should have been soaked in cold yet. And look, guys, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicorway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome to the Magic Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. Wiggins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Kwaharivi. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out! <laughs> I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Grogoose.
Hey, this is Kevin from the Magic Hour Podcast. When Calgon can't take me away, Mad Hatter Radio will. <laughs> Check it out. Bam.